conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport, a brand new hour of the Rick and Bubba show has begun. Thanks for being with us, Team Rick and Bubba on the field. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler's got the YouTube option for you. Uh, Rick and Bubba University today, Diamond Dale and Jimmy 92 Tron earning their degrees in common sense, which is now a superpower. Welcome back for a brand new hour, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Glad to be here and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Uh, if you uh, missed this last hour, people were mentioning it. I'll say this again. If you really want to, you know, especially if you're going to sit down and try to watch something that may do some good, people were mentioning the Western Church and some of the things going on, and we did the you know, Kenneth Copeland interview and all that. It, go watch the documentary American Gospel, American Gospel, and it's available at all the little streaming things that are out there. They, they, they take on a, a lot of this. And, and I'm talking about all aspects, not just that. And it's really, really well done. And I think incredibly important for the Western church to kind of, as God talks about throughout the scriptures, coming back and going, hey, are we on the right path? I mean, we, are, are we, are, have we kind of lost our way a little bit? And uh, it's American Gospel, and it's available, Netflix, Apple, all the, all the different stuff. Uh, watch that. It's a great documentary. Um, all right, so I told you guys I had a couple of things that were that was going on. We, we're going to cover some of the headlines of the day, but you know we're going to try to see if we can do a mix of light, serious, light, serious, like we try to do. Uh, so a couple of things are happening, and uh, you know I told you I encountered George Webby at the grocery store. We talked about that. <laughs> right. I mentioned there were two other topics we'll cover throughout the show. One is the dog is on thin ice, and what's up with our trash? And, <laughs> uh, and Bubba has picked the dogs on thin ice as the next installment. Um, they, they look. Love, I love, I love, I've had dogs my whole life growing up. Uh, I don't like cats. We had, even though we had a cat for a while, and I think an answer to prayer, maybe Kenneth Copeland, I gave him a seed, and my wife ended up being allergic to cats, so I didn't have to deal with them anymore. <laughs> uh, but, but anyway, as far as dogs, I've always enjoyed having dogs around, but I'm not, you know, I, I try to, you know, I, there's people that have the animal human relationship way out of whack, and, you know, we're all flying on airplanes with them now. Uh, and then you have the people who have it the proper balance, and then you have me that's probably a little click from proper balance to it. It's getting where having a pet is less and less desirable for me. Okay. But but that's just cause I just you know I'm just at the stage of life I just don't want to have have to deal with it. You know, and I do know though, being a dad of many kids, that any time your children talk mom into getting them a pet, it will eventually become yours. Sure. Oh yeah. 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 And I talked to some dads yesterday that said, by the way, you I heard you say that years ago and I didn't have kids yet. Wow, you were all over there. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets excited about the dog and it and there's a there's a period of time. And then if the dog lives long enough, I mean, they either even when they're young get tired of it or they get older and there's things in life and, and they're getting in the real world and you know, this becomes less and less important to them and it becomes yours, mm-hmm. and uh, and so at our house, see, my wife and I are, are exactly the same when it comes to pets. We don't we don't mind them, but we certainly can live without them. <laughs> you know, there's my wife doesn't care whether we have a pet or not. It's always for the kids and this kind of stuff. And we've been through now. The year was 2010. The year was 2010. Uh, when my kids begged me for a dog again, and we'd already had uh, several. 
uh, and they all had disappeared. If you remember, they uh, they were <laughs> stolen, did. or so, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, and 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 Sherry accused me of not looking for them as hard as I should have. Now, I'm uh, not sure you didn't have something to do with them uh, disappearing. Uh, Let's see. I had a, I had a backyard full of dung. Mm-hmm. Or I could not have a backyard full of yeah. dung. They are gone. Oh my goodness, I can't find them. Yeah, but, but but anyway. So then, I don't. You ever you ever notice how much dung three dogs can accumulate? Can oh, really? Oh, yeah. Something yeah. else. Yeah. A little bitty dog can so, pile it on, like so, a minefield, or a, one that won't go but anywhere on the concrete. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. I've got. Yeah. I, had, I had one of those. I've got right. one of those one. now. Do you really? I don't get that at all. Isn't that a thrill? Very difficult to drive. Isn't that, isn't that a thrill a minute? So anyway, uh, so in t- in 2010, because remember, if you'll ever establish something, you can always refer back to it and get everybody's attention. In 2010, my children wanted a very high-spirited type of dog. And I said, if that dog comes here, it's your dog. Y'all going to have to take care of it. You have to play with it. You have to get through the point where it jumps on everybody and all that. And it's a beautiful dog. And the dog's name was Daisy. Daisy, the most beautiful. She was wonderful, wonderfully beautiful dog. So... I came home a few times, and when she was in the spirited stage, and we were trying to do some training and all this, I saw the the boys playing in the backyard and her in the screened-in porch destroying it. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, what, what is this? She's too rough. She jumps on us. And I said, well, she'll stop doing that if y'all actually play with her and calm her down. I don't want to see her in the screened-in porch with y'all outside. She's chewing everything, knocking the screen out, scratching the doors. And I said, if this happens again – the dog is done. And, of course, everybody thinks dad's mad and he's exaggerating, whatever. So I, a few days go by. I drive up, 2010. Mm-hmm. I, I, just see, I just see little boys just playing everywhere in the backyard. And I hear inside the screen imports. <laughs> I calmly walked in, grabbed the dog by the back of the head, tossed the dog into the truck, shut the door, gone. And the boys just stood there at the, at the end of the driveway and going, dad is leaving with the dog. <laughs> I took the dog back to the breeder. I said, you know what? you got a great deal because I know you're not going to give me a refund. You've got another dog to breed and sell to other, other dogs, and you have a dog back. And she says, well, we'll be happy to take her back. I'm sorry it didn't work out. So when you come home and everybody <laughs> says, Dad really took our dog away, yeah. yeah. Then then you realize, wow, he'll do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, the standard and, is there. Right. So we, we are approaching this again. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, we, Uh-oh. Everything has gone smoothly. Best behaved dog we've ever had. And but the dog is has training, so if you if you let him get outside that training, now the dog becomes a nuisance. The reason why he's not a nuisance is because he's trained. That's why you can come to my house without him barking at you. That's why you can come to my house without him jumping on you. That's the reason why he doesn't poop all over the place. He doesn't pee all over the place because he's been trained, and I am the alpha of the pack, mm-hmm. and he knows it. And so he he stays calm and he's enjoyable. You want to put him in your lap and pet him? That's fine. Now he'll do his little thing. He'll stay his routine. Well, now the now the, now the older boys are home. Now twenty year olds back from college who the dog loves, and and he is not an alpha of the pack, and he, and, and and he thinks it's playtime when he comes back. And then we got then we got you know uh, the eighteen year old that just graduated. Of course, you know he's he's out there trying to make his way, and he's got camtastic. Uh-huh. And so and so and so what's happened is they go in and out of the house with various friends and all this kind of stuff, and they they just letting the dog run everywhere. Okay, the dog's now roaming all over the house. Uh oh. So, so we now spot dog has gone to the bathroom on new the new new carpet of a room, a room where we did. There's one. I said that's one. And then you know, and, and I said, and your mama's had to clean this up. I said, if that carpet is stained, you're gonna face the wrath of your mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I said, luckily that worked out. All of a sudden, 
yesterday, come home. Oh, Rick. Hey, this is what you'll love. <laughs> Sherry says, well, I found poop again. I said, where this time? She goes, oh, on the on, oh, you'll love this, the rug from Jerusalem. Uh, I said, oh, so, so, so the rug oh, that we wow. got from Israel, the dog has now pooped on it. Oh, no. Threw a curveball in Israel? Yeah. Goodness I said, <laughs> and then, then, it, then here's what came. That's it. And so – and so the boys get home yesterday. Well, I said, hey, everybody in here, we got an area where we have four chairs. It's kind of like the Brady Bunch is the room they went mm-hmm. to have family meetings. Everybody right here, real simple, real simple. Does everybody remember 2010? <laughs> and, at fir- and at first, and at first, <laughs> the guy was like, what are you talking about, Dad? I said, anybody remember Daisy? And then their faces. Oh, no. Mm. Does everybody remember that? Remember the, remember the dog looking at you out the back of the truck as I drove away? <laughs> and, yeah, Dad, we remember that. Same thing's going to happen to Buddy. I said, if this dog poops in this house again, he's gone. And I said, because it's y'all's fault. I said, y'all are allowing this to happen. And I said, if this, if I, if I, I said, let me tell you what I will not do. I will not live in a house. I will not pay taxes. I will not pay payments. I will not buy furniture. I will not provide clothing in a home where dogs and cats and animals pee and crap. I will not do it. And I will not live that way. I'm 54 years old and I will not live that way. And I said, so here's the deal. If I see poop in this house again, he's gone. And that's where I left it. Hmm. So it's it's it's. Was new- there pacing involved? Because I knew you couldn't sit down. <laughs> yeah, they said I paced. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, I so 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 that so that's it. Buddy's on thin ice. Oh, I, no. So so I, I know that Bubba Betty has. I got a question. Hmm? What if you find out that it happened today indoors, but the boys cleaned it up? Uh, it, it'll be an issue. Oh. It, it'll be a discussion, but it, you know, if, if now if I see any remnants of it, right, so, I got it. I got it. I it got has it. to be cleaned up really good. Okay. But see, that shouldn't be happening. I, I know. I get that. I get that. If you'll just do, if what, you'll let it out, it, if you'll just you don't do, have it if you'll just be a responsible right. pet owner no, with the dog, I got this it. One, it ain't on the dog. I got that. It really yeah. isn't. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying that's why the dog's gonna have a gonna have a new home. Yeah. And it would be great. There's a, an older lady down the street that he ran out one time, and, and he stayed with her for half a day, and they they got along great. Uh-huh. So I could I could definitely take him back. I there. can just picture yeah. this happening today. Well, we I, we Rick, wake up. I, I thought Betty was first in line. She is. Okay. She is. But if she doesn't want him, I've got I've got an older lady down the street. <laughs> we wake up later today and we think, oh man, dad was serious yesterday. We better go get the dog yeah. and take him out. And we go get the dog and right. we see a big pile of a dung. And yeah. and if they make the decision to clean it up and then let him out, mm. you know. It's better that I don't know about it. That's that that's my yeah. point. Right. If I don't okay. see it and I don't know it, out of sight, out of mind. Okay. But here's the funny part yesterday. They actually tried to make a case that the <laughs> second dump was not buddy. And and, I, and 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 I said okay. I said all right, a phantom dog. I said well, who, I, who did it? Then? Here's what I said. I said we're now into three scenarios. Yeah. I said here here are the three scenarios. Your mother and I are dumping. The okay. There's one. Yeah. And I said I don't think we've gotten to that stage of our life yet. I said. There is a random animal that we don't know about. I said that, that is it, sneaking that, in. That is in our house and is dropping stuff this. all over the house. And my gosh, it's a pretty, it's a medium sized animal. It's about a seven, eight pound animal. And I said, so we got to find him. Right. I said, or it's the dog. It's, that's the only three there are. Who we know did it in a room the other day when y'all let him run wild. Whoa. No, we were watching him. I said, you you realize that's the only three scenarios that we have this right here on the Jerusalem rug. <laughs> Buddy's on thin ice. Betty may get her wish. He's re- really well behaved. He's a great dog. Ellie <laughs> may clamp it. She'll take it. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, 
This is Phil Robinson out of Duck Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. We're back. 23 minutes past the hour. So we're going to throw a lot of pitches at you today and, and not land too much on, on any of them. But uh, that's a, kind of the, the joy of Rick and Bubba. Hey, you never know. Where Seinfeld was a show about nothing, ours has always been and will continue to be a show about anything. So now let's move back over here to politics a little bit. Paul Manafort, what a – wow. You know, I really honestly have not been paying attention to politics much lately. Uh, I just – you know, you know, you, the reason why we don't do full-time news talk, I just couldn't do it. I can't talk about sports all the time. I can't talk about that all the time. No, and, no. Uh, I, I think bouncing around, that's kind of mm. – I, I really – honestly, I think that's what has prolonged the show. I agree. For the I time. Agree. Now, it, it, well, drives, it, has for, it has for us. Yeah, it drives some of the radio people crazy, and I understand that too, but – um, I'd hate to have you, to try to sell this show. Yeah, well, I, I think that I think when you you deal with the people, it's fine. I mean, when you have people that think you have to have certain holes and you have to plug them a certain way, it gets confusing. But um, you know, we'll we'll just uh, we are what we are. We do what we do, and we'll move forward. So, Rick, this Paul Manafort case is very bizarre to me. It is. Now, Paul Manafort was Donald Trump's campaign manager for. Like six months or so. It wasn't a long time. Well, that usually when you're working for Trump, you don't, you don't, yeah. you're not long. <laughs> but the man obviously had a lot of life before that and after that. Right. But he's kind of become a target on to get Trump. Right. Now, with the Mueller investigation, they looked into him. They raided his house, all this stuff. They came up that he had committed some crimes, and he was uh, found guilty of that, which is fine. If he did, he did. But he, he's 70 years old. He was found guilty on federal bank fraud, tax conspiracy, and he was charged uh, uh, and, uh, to seven, sentenced to seven and a half years uh, in Pennsylvania. And he's 70 years old. So you're, you're getting borderline that, that the guy will never walk out of jail anyway, okay? But he, if, he, if he cheated on his taxes and he did bank uh, conspiracy and he is guilty and he was proven of that that's fine send him to jail i don't have a problem with that yeah and he did pay taxes on a lot of his income but apparently there's some he did not right and he was uh he was lobbying and doing some uh, work for the ukrainian government uh and did not register properly and yeah. did not report some of he's that he's broke the and, law pay process yeah and and he's been found guilty of that seven and a half years which again that's for a 70 year old that's getting very close to a death sentence but he's – that's fine. I don't have a problem. He's guilty. He, he'll serve that. Now they're going back, and the, the, the New York, the city, the state of New York has filed a mortgage fraud charge against him, saying that in some of this paperwork that was uncovered, he misled uh, documents when he applied for a mortgage. Now – Honestly, they're again against the law, and you need to be honest on it. But they're they're digging here on this a little right. bit. Oh, yeah. So, as part of this deal, and because there's several states have these agreements to hold people who are pending uh, trial, it looks like in the next few months, Paul Manafort may be transferred from a minimum security facility in Pennsylvania to Rikers Island in New York City. Now, Rikers Island is notorious. Yeah. It's had many films made about oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Them specials on prisons, they oh, always yeah. go there. They love oh, Rikers yeah. Island. Yeah. Rikers Island is actually, and I didn't know this, it is nine specials. different jails. Oh, really? Nine different jails made up. 
They house 7,500 inmates. And it is notorious in the news for mismanagement, crime, other things going on Mm. uh, on both sides of the bars, so to speak. Got it. Now, they're saying that he will be held, get this, Rick, in the former hospital part, which is where they put high-profile inmates, uh, police officers, uh, famous killers, uh, political guys, and Paul Manafort It would fall under that. But it it appears that you're taking a guy who's been found guilty, and again, I don't want to, I'm not trying to dance around that. Right has been sentenced, is serving his crime, and they're going to send him and put him in uh, isolation. What do you call it? Uh, when you're you're alone. Uh, I, I, gosh, I had it a minute ago. I wasn't even yeah, saying You it. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> what, what, what nervous can think solitary, of? Solitary, solitary confinement. confinement. Solitary of confinement. Is that oh, where my we're going? gosh. Goodness solitary break. confinement <laughs> at Rockers Island. I mm. said it last hour. Good say this hour. <laughs> 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 It, it went so bad it took us a second for any of us to come up with it. <laughs> no, none in, of us can do it. In all fairness. Five people. In all fairness, that seems a little much for this guy. Well, yeah. l- let's do and, this. And and is he being singled there out yeah. because of his relationship to Trump? Now, he cooperated with the Mueller investigation. They got nothing from him, obviously, because the report had nothing in it. And now you have some of these folks in New York who are just – kind of driving a a stake in this it looks like and they're trying to and i heard it characterized yesterday and you did too rick that they've decided they're just going to torture paul manafort right and and for for what they perceive the sins of donald trump right and 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 if if, but there's nothing else he can say or there's no information we have we're a nation of law and order paul manafort is guilty he's been sentenced he'll serve but to then take him and say now normally you serve in this type of security because of this type of crime but in this case because of his tie to trump mm-hmm. we're going to torture him see that that now that's not a civilized country that, that's not the way that we are supposed to operate and it almost looks like that they're trying to torture him as much as they can before donald trump pardons him no you're right that's, well here is the thing loose. here's the thing trump can pardon him on federal charges but not state charges and he'll be held there on state bank fraud. There you go. Mortgage fraud. There you go. Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Tim Tebow, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Just two amazing guys. 35 minutes past the hour. Thank you, Tim. All right, so uh, as uh, we make our way back, I do want to point you. You know, we are very we, we love our state here in Alabama. What a beautiful place! You know, we we do here uh, with really I can't think of any exceptions, but I'll I'll just say well I guess I'm, I guess there's some sometimes, but most of the time, uh, nine out of ten times, when somebody comes to our state to watch the show from somewhere else, or they're coming here for business and they've never been here before, and and we get to meet them, you know what they always say? Wow. This is you guys have. I've got a little hidden gem here in the state of Alabama. This is not what I thought it was going. It really is a beautiful, beautiful state and uh, a great place to live. But there's a chance that you could come here uh, and, and take a trip through AlabamaRoadTrips.com. We're giving one away, and boy, you talk about seeing the beauty 
of the state. Uh, it's called Canyons, Caves, and Waterfalls. So if you're an outdoors person, you're, you're going to love it. <laughs> CCW. You're going to love that. Uh, we're going to send you up to beautiful Lake Gunnersville. That's where my wife is from. The state park there is so pretty. It is. Uh, you can go out to the vineyards of Jules J. Berta. Uh, there's some delicious wood fire pizza you'll have there. Ride the train at Nakalula Falls Park. Have you seen that now? They're doing the story of Nakalula. I didn't know and, that. And they're, they're reenacting it there now. They, they really are. Saw that just the other day. So they're not so, reenacting it. She doesn't jump off the waterfall. She actually does. That's wow. awesome. Yeah, but no. It, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you did. Everything up to that. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, right so, up to the jump. Somehow I think that's just understood. But, yeah. Uh, but anyway. I heard uh, they kill the lights and throw a rock in, and you think she does. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah, it's a big splash. <laughs> that's, so good. that's good. That's great. Then they, yeah. Have you ever All been right. to, you ever been up to Little, Little River Canyon? You're going to go there, too? Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. It you is. You ever seen some of the pictures up there? Oh, yeah. You get to hike Rick, up there. the time I went there, I was taken away. I did not know anything that beautiful was that close. I and flew you, over in an airplane. There's all Love kinds of stuff that money. you get to go see. But let me tell you one thing. So you're, you know where you're going to get to go shopping? We're going to give you a $1,000 gift card Boom. for meals and shopping. You're going to get to go shop at a place that you've seen specials done on this so many times, Unclaimed Baggage Center. We're going to send you there, too. And then if you like trains, we got a, we got stuff there at the Stevenson Railroad Museum. There's just a lot going on. So if you want to win this, go to alabamaroadtrips.com or just simply go to the contest button or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Uh, all right, so we've been talking about you know the stories going on going on around the world, around our country, within our lives, and and Speedy, you know, man, I'm telling you, you know, we 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 try to help out people, you know, for when one day they'll be dads, they'll be husbands, and then others that are going through it now, and and when you get into this world of your kid participates in anything that is some kind of extra, you know, curricular activity, it may be athletics, it may be singing, it may be whatever, it could be all kinds of things. And but anything that says we got to get on the road and we got to travel to uh, where the fill in the blank is being held, you know. In your case, we're talking about tournaments and baseball, tournament. and, and three three kids playing baseball, one playing you know college, and and now going to play for you know how some of those college teams play in their off season, play for these teams all over the country. Then you're talking about one that's playing you know some sort of whatever this is that JC does after his high school season's over. Then you got your youngest playing some other league and, and travel, and here we go. And and the the things that can happen on the road, and you got to make good decisions. And you, yeah. my friend, I am afraid, told all of us that you went to the city where decisions are crucial. Every mm. decision you make driving in this city, and we're talking about the city of Hotlanta. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Atlanta, Atlanta, oh Atlanta. Yeah, I hear you call it. Yeah, and. Anytime you're going to Atlanta, you got to make good from decisions. From where we live, you're you're looking at a time change, so you're going from Central to Eastern. So you need to decide. All right, we're we're sticking with Central time, or yeah. we're sticking with Eastern time, decisions. but we can't go back and forth because then it gets confusing. Do not do that. So if your and game your starts, switches. On so you. if your game starts at, at two, it's that's one Central. So that means we need to live at this. So let's stay on mm. one. Let's stay on Central time. Mm. That way we don't. You know, there's no confusion. Or missed whatever. an airplane over the same problem. Yeah, yeah. Miss, Speedy, miss, I have a theory that when in Rome, stay on Roman absolutely. time, and I go with the local time. Right, right. right. Well, it just works better because your, your phone changes. Well, that's, it just back before. Before the phone change, you can get away with yep. it, but you can't now. Right, but, but leaving and getting yeah. prepared to no, go, I'm, I'm on Central Time because we're in Helena, Alabama at that time. So I'm trying to figure out, right, this is when we go, this yep. is when. This is how long, and you're trying to pull up your whatever map app you got, if it's you know Waze or Google or iMaps, whatever. You're trying to figure out, all right, what's the route? And there's two big factors, and it's 
getting through Birmingham Metro and getting out, okay, because that's a handle, and then it's getting in and around Atlanta. Well, anytime you have an Atlanta tournament, and I put that in quotes, it could be at some obscure high school. It could be at East Cobb. It could be anywhere. So, really, you're not dealing with – don't think downtown Atlanta. It never they is. Think of the surrounding counties, yeah. and, and games could be an hour apart. Mm-hmm. And so – They'll use the term Atlanta very loosely. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, in on this case, we're going to East Cobb, that complex, and that's, that's north of Atlanta. Mm. So, you're trying to figure out, all right, th- this is when we need to leave. This is how long it's saying. And it was just one of those days where – and it was Monday – Mm. And mm. you guys, a day I, like any other day. When cool, I got cool. in from the Oxford Regional, when I was unpacking the car, my backup alarm—that's my cell phone—was going off in my pocket to get up, mm-hmm. and I was coming home. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and you guys were gracious enough to say, "Hey, mm-hmm. take a day." My gracious, you know, and right. I hadn't pulled an all-nighter since college, and that's what I would have done. But you're not in shape for that anymore. No, I'm not. Well, the plan was They're that tough. Terry was taking JC to Atlanta. To, for this tournament on Monday. Well, the good Lord was looking down on us, and he got a notification that his game had been moved from 9 to 2 p.m. You needed that oh, so bad. Oh, yeah. You well, needed that so bad. Well, because of that, well, that and helped. Terry was taking an off day or whatever, I said, hey, now that I'm off, let me get a four-hour nap. I was afraid I'll, of this. I'll get him to Atlanta. You can That way you can work. And then on the way back, the plan was to meet in Oxford, Alabama, and Not Oxford, th- Mississippi, where you'd been from. Right, and throw <laughs> oh, J.C. out of the car where she then would come and meet me. Mm-hmm. They spend the night at Tyler's apartment at Jacksonville State and then go to another Atlanta game the next morning. Unbelievable. But <laughs> the, the, the Atlanta game was this side of Atlanta, so it made sense. Heck, it's only an hour from Tyler's apartment versus if you have a hotel, you're going to be 45 minutes anyway, so it really doesn't matter. So, that so that, that's that's the plan. No, well, we do it when we can. Now, we spend tons of money in hotels. I can show you my, think my about, bill on that. Think about this, too. The, the amount of ground you're covering when you can go to cities that have the same name. Yeah. And they're, yeah. they're far enough apart right. they can have the same yeah. name. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. That's yeah. a lot of traveling. Right. Some travel. right. It's yeah. like Rome, Georgia, and Rome, Italy. That's right. right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's right. a big hop. You pull right. that off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. JC mentioned that just the other day. Because right. for the OVC, I went Atlanta, Tennessee, Kentucky, Missouri, back. <laughs> and then, and then like, this past weekend, we went – Alabama, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, back to Alabama. We were just all over the place. Sure. So anyway, I'm tired of listening. So we so so we head out, and and I'm like, I'm not even going to pull up the map options until we get through the metro and we're Smart. headed 20 east. Smart. Okay, so I pull it up, and then it's got three different ways, mm. and one of them, and it's the shortest. But we know because I know what Greg's going to say. The shortest is stay on 20 and then get on 285. Correct. Which is just horrifying to hear. I mean, when I say that, everybody's like, no. I think if you went you to know? the gates of hell, the, the the number 285 is above the gate. Uh, right. Uh, and it was supposed to be some <laughs> great bypass. Yeah. The other is get around the Alabama-Georgia uh, state line and then head north and you kind of skirt around mm-hmm. over the top of Atlanta. It's got its own problems, though. The other is go a little bit further, but go to Douglasville, Georgia, and then kind of do the same thing, go up Cut and around the, the metro. Up the but way. then you're going through all these little – Podunk towns uh, that you know, red light stop, red light stop, red Log light trucks. stop, red light stop. You know, log yeah. trucks. Yes, people going you know way too slow, and then two lane roads, and so it said it was thirty. That's I repeat, thirty minutes quicker to go to two eighty five. Thirty. Mm. 
So Speedy I'm like, I'm this. like, what do I do? Well, and then something ain't calculating right. I know. And so I'm, I, so I, t- I asked Reboot. Terry, I asked Terry, oh, I did about four or five times. <laughs> and then, and then, it. and then I let Waze and iMaps and Google, I let them compete with each other. Yeah. All right, let's see which one of y'all does better. Now, and they were Jack- all giving me about the same amount of time. From Jacksonville, did it give you through uh, Town and all that? Well, but on this one, on going there, I wasn't going up through Jacksonville. But you can go that way, yes. Yeah. But so I go, okay, well, that's it. I'm going 285. Oh, yeah, this was Terry probably went through the way I'm talking. Yeah, she yeah. So that was the first bad decision, but I didn't know it at the time. So I'm moving along, and I'm like, all right, with all this craziness and traveling, I got three-quarters of a tank, but I need to just – let oh, again, no. let me get out of Birmingham oh. Metro, and then let me just get to a good exit. I'll pull over. I'll, I'll top it off, and then we'll keep going. So we head out. We ate. We ate. Terry was nice enough. She got. She woke up, made us some breakfast, and we're eating on the road. And we're gone. Well, by the time you get in the car and you travel all the way there, and he's got a he's got a game after lunch. You kind of need to eat lunch going into the game, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. So I got gas, game. Uh, we got to eat, and then I've got three different ways I could go, and. And so I, I'm I'm going and I cross over into Georgia and I'm going and I keep refreshing. I almost sometimes I like end or, and then I'll like get it to reboot to see if it says anything different. Uh, it still says go 285. Well, now I'm down to about a quarter of a tank because my my truck, if I'm getting it, it'll 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 guzzle the gas. And I keep thinking I'll get off on this exit. And it, I go back to when I was with the Tennessee Titans and I had that terrible incident oh, with no. the bathroom. Oh no! I don't know why I pass exits. I don't know why I, I go. I go. There's another. There's another good one up here. You right, know, we'll come or, back. Look, I know. You know this what I mean? Do you know, know what I'm saying? No, I know. I've been there, and I keep thinking I need to exit right now. Why am I not exiting? Right. There's something in a man, especially if you're making time and you're moving. Yes. You can't make your. And it's you know physics, you, guys. And you a know, body in motion wants to stay in motion right, unless it's acted but on by an external force. But board. you know, <laughs> you know, you What's need to. Your yes. Why am I passing this one? Right. It looks fine. Right. But you think one more. Yeah. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. to the top of the hour. A lot going on today. Wednesday Bible study back. Don't forget that. Part 6 in our new study live on YouTube today at noon central. It'll be archived there to the podcast and all of our social media platforms not long after that. So catch those. Catch that again today. All right. So Speedy, we're talking about the trip of bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're trying to get one of your kids I- to a, a, a baseball tournament type situation in Atlanta. Um, you, you're, you've got all the different maps trying to tell you what is the shortest way. Traveling to Atlanta is full of all sort of exi- all sorts of anxiety, um, and you're trying to find the best route. It's telling you to go 285, and, mm-hmm. and, and none of us believe that's good. No, uh, we- and and I've <laughs> and I've I've started trying to refresh it, and and I ne- I know I need gas because um, I just didn't want to get into the Atlanta metro without anything less than a quarter because you, you never know how long you're going to be sitting on the yeah, You do not want to have to try to get gasoline right. there. You didn't want to get it in Birmingham metro. You didn't want to get it in Atlanta metro. That sounds fine, mm-hmm. but now you're caught in this thing that all of us agreed in the break we can't explain. You, you, you're making good time. You've worked through some traffic issues, maybe some people you wanted to pass. And you, you just can't exit. 
even though you need to because you're afraid to give up the ground you've made. Yes, and I've worked so hard. I'm almost <laughs> mentally exhausted because I've worked through slow left lane drivers yeah. that are beside 18-wheelers that just won't get up and get around them. I know. And I keep thinking, hey, this left lane, Alabama law, y'all just don't know. Get over. Right. Do I take a picture of their car? What won't, do I do? Won't be long till we get you. You know, so I'm absolutely I hope, I hope we exhausted. treat you like we are Paul Manafort. Right. So I finally get around them, and I'm like, I see this exit. I kind of know this exit. You know, but I'm making such good time. I can't pull over because then they'll catch up with me, and I got to work around them again. Well, it's like you know? you're at Talladega, and you've worked your way to the front so of the true. pack. Right. You hate so to yes. give up positions yeah. by making yeah. a pit stop. Exactly. And in this yeah. time, you're not, it's not like you have your wife with you because we all know that every single wife, if you work through a bad traffic situation, five miles past it will have to go to the bathroom. That's right. No, you're right. And we've right. already right. now understand. Apparently, passing cars stimulates the bladder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really does. <laughs> I think you're all over that. <laughs> That's so good. That is so good. It's now, so right. Amen. It's so right. We have factored in time. Somebody needs to stay there. Time for traffic. Okay. Yeah. If he has to be there an hour before the game, which he did, mm-hmm. we leave. But it, it, with him getting there an hour and a half before the game. All right, you allow. Okay. That's great. You, you, if you're say, going to Atlanta, you got to allow a 30 minute right. buffer. So by the time I have I have gotten past everybody and I'm I'm trucking along. And I finally go, okay, I've got to pull over now, and I've passed all the great exits, and I know that I need to – I don't need – and hear me on this. I don't need to get too close into downtown before I stop no, no. because those exits aren't the best exits. Don't do it. No, I know. So, uh, but, I'm, but I'm in a point exit, now man. where I go, well, okay, I've got to get gas. So I pull off of this exit. But you missed the one and you I knew. Qu- and I quickly – and y'all all know these, these kind of exits. They only have one gas station oh, yeah. and it's oh, an old gas ones. station right. and they got trash bags on half the pumps because they're either out or right. something's wrong. You got to get the key with the big yes. board on it. Oh my the gosh. And the guy who's running it looks like the guy from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I, I, that's my only option. So I find one pump that's working and I'm like, good night. But this and, is good gas. No I'm, water in this. Right. And I'm like, J.C. Wilburn, don't whatever you do, you stay in this, you know, it's that kind of, that kind of stop. So I get gas well, before I get back up, and now I'm really close to downtown. Can I interject or, one thing here? Why are you not doing a twofer here? Well, why, 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 this, why? that's another one. Right, the yeah. exit that I had to get gas on didn't have any restaurant options. The only thing Bad was some too. old restaurant Bad that decision. wasn't a fast food place. Bad so now decision. I'm mad at myself because now I didn't get get food and get gas. Yeah. But let me go back. If about, I'm traveling, if I can get gasoline, it'd be one of those kind that's half Convenience store and half restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get this yeah. and put it in the yeah. car while we're doing the gas. Yeah. Yes. And I failed to mention this as I'm getting closer and I'm refreshing my options. The option to go up and around uh, Birmingham, I mean uh, uh, Atlanta, it's 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 trickling down to where now it's only a six minutes slower. It, it started at thirty. Uh-oh. Now it's it goes to fifteen, and then it goes to ten. You mean faster? You faster. Said slower, yeah. Well, no, it says that option is six minutes slower than what you're oh, what you're what I you're see. using. But okay. I'm thinking, okay, what's ahead of me? That and I don't see any red, but it's got something that's calculating. Let me tell you, should something. I get, should I get off? And when I got to Douglasville, I said, do I need to go now? And I didn't do it. I just stayed Cal- straight. Oh, what are you, you doing? I don't when know. you look over there and see that once once oh, was a half you know hour saying it, yeah. longer, it's now six minutes longer. You got to go. Yeah, I know, I know, and I don't know what I was doing. And it's, so we're talking about two eighty five, right? So now, so now, oh, JC saying, hey, 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 Dad, I'm really hungry now. And, yeah. and my other bad <laughs> decisions. My exit. other bad decisions. We just didn't make a couple of sandwiches on the way. Just hey, yeah, eat something. something keep going. 
So, so, I so always now, have peanut butter and crackers. Right. Always, always. So now I've I've gotten off on an exit where I can't. You got a eat. fat guy riding with you. He's not going to get caught without. No. Yeah, yeah. That's the beautiful thing about fat people. Always have them with you. So then I didn't I didn't get off on the exit. You know go what? up and around. They're Atlanta. thinking food when they leave. You better yeah. believe it. I didn't stop at all the nice, really nice gas stations that have you know a gazillion oh, pumps and, and and about five different choices. Because you thought you were making good time, and you right. wouldn't turn off. That's right. a bad decision. One. Well, so you now pick one. It looks like it's in some Netflix series. Right. It, boom. And with no options to eat so now i'm back up on the interstate and i'm like hey man now now let me get to from 20 up on 285 back to 75 north and we'll stop then ha you're out of your mind so so i so i do that can i tell you we're considering taking your dad card i know i know it was ricky was the day of bad decisions okay and and and, why were you making that we're going i I don't know it's like it's like i don't forget that I couldn't figure out what what I was You're doing. You're gonna go into two eighty five seventy five and try to eat out there. I would. Oh, I live that's in. A huge, I live in. He's got you, baseball park hangover. We saw it this exactly. morning for a minute. I, yeah. I, I, I live and tell you this. <laughs> yeah. I live and tell you this. I wasn't making good lane decisions. You were unfit. I was. You were unfit for this trip. Right. Yeah. And and I kept shouldn't lo- have been on the mound. I, I kept, <laughs> at all. I kept looking you just over. Don't have stuff today. Needed a day's rest. Right. I kept looking over at my seventeen-year-old JC, thinking, you know, hey, is he seeing my? Is he seeing Dad fail? Yeah. And and he had Coach Case head- would have pulled you right off. Yeah, the- yeah, yeah absolutely. And he had his headphones on, looking down. I'm like, okay, he didn't see that bad decision. You know where you know where you you yeah. should got over and drafted with somebody, but you get over and then you get stuck. I, yeah, I got to ask this question. You know why? Because your mind was on which way you should go. I, I know. know. Listen. And I keep passing these exits, Rick. He wanted Chick Fil A. The kid just wanted Chick Fil A, oh. and and I saw a couple of X's, and I went, "That's too busy." And then, and as you're passing it, you see it says Chick Fil A zero point zero one mile, which means it's just off the exit. And I'm like, "God, mighty!" That, Did you miss that? I, well, I, because I was like, "It looks too busy. I'll get bogged down." So, Golly. so I hey, go two eighty five. It's driving, the greatest drive through that's ever been tried. Hey, when oh, I'm yeah. driving, when I'm driving, people get hey whatever's available. Right, right. right. they yeah. they don't get to pick orders. Right. Yeah. So now I finally get from two eighty five back to seventy five north, headed to the East Cobb uh, <laughs> complex, and and now the exits are getting closer to the one I need to get off on, and I know on that exit because we've played. I know there's nothing there, so I'm like, okay, that's it. I see like right, Chick fil A here. Hey, so I found a Chick fil A. And then I get off on the X, and it says 1.8 miles to the left. And I'm like, oh, no. I got off in the worst traffic oh, that you that have ever decision. seen in your life yeah. with construction. I get to the Chick-fil-A. The line's so long, it's out on the road. Yep. And, I, and I said, he says, Dad, now our 30 minutes early, now I'm going to be late. Right, that's what I, I was waiting on. That's the I, ultimate Now I'm going to be late. But and I know- said, oh, my gosh. That's it. So we had to leave the Chick-fil-A and never got food at the place we got to get off on and had to get back up on the interstate. So I finally get him to the complex. I had to get the kid a Snickers. because And we pull up five minutes late. Speedy, were you hitting the head with a foul ball over the weekend? And I just, as we were pulling up, I said, son, this one's on me. Your dad has made a day of bad decisions, and I'm sorry. Golly. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goons. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Six minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba, we're back. 
The gang's all here. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Glad to be here, Rick. Thank you, and thank everyone for giving us this opportunity. As we close out last hour, we talked. We've hit a number of topics, by the way. If you just now joined us, uh, Speedy uh, did not represent well as a veteran father. We call it the trip of bad decisions. God. He went from his kid was supposed to arrive thir- uh, uh, an hour and a half, thirty minutes earlier than required by the coach, to being five minutes late, and uh, a couple of bad decisions on his traveling. Uh, us bringing our kids in late for any sporting event is unacceptable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, somebody says one of the options, the problems you had were, were men when we're making good time. We we just can't exit, and we I don't need know to. Why. We need to go get gas. We need to get food. <sighs> we keep waiting for this perfect. Inf- one of the things that I think is a problem, especially as we get older, we got to get those blue signs. Y'all got to be further out with that. Thank you. I mean, we're looking and trying to see all the different logos oh, and what yeah. direction went on the exit. Because not only do you not have to find a logo you're good with, you got to find all right, that logo goes right or left. Yeah, yeah and, where and, you go. And then yeah. you're trying to pick up all that, and the gas stations are coming at you, and there's just not enough time. It happens too quick. Right. And now i got to make that exit yeah. decision. I don't know which direction. Tell me, tell me, tell me. What do you see? What do you see? What do you see? Yeah. Ah! Can y'all see that? I can't see it. Daddy can't see it. Can you see it? What did you say? Oh, my gosh, we missed it. What did you get? Yeah, and they're uh, a restaurant they want. They right. scream. Yeah. You got good eyes. Look. Yeah, and, and I do like going to Chick Fil A when you can. One of my favorite things, a new thing I do, I try to spot the gay people that are trying to pretend they're not gay eating there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, wow! I look around and say, "Yeah, no, you, you know, don't want to myth or yeah. not boycott." <laughs> right. right. But anyway, um, the the other thing that that I got, somebody says, and this is I didn't know about this app, and Helmsy said he didn't know either, and he's very frustrated with you. Yeah, I know. Uh, I've let everybody down. He said that there's something <laughs> called I Exit. Okay, I'm, I'm, I've that, downloaded it right now. This looks very informational. Right, I'm and going I, exit, and it means it'll tell you everything that's at the exit yep. in, on your time, and that right. way you know before you get there. I'm going in. The blue signs, the blue oh, signs are useless. I like this. The blue line, the blue signs are useless. They're too close to the exit. I yeah, exit. but are you supposed to be studying all these apps while it? you're driving 85? Right well, there. I'm looking at a blue sign. Right there. <laughs> huh? Yes, that's it. All right, that's mm-hmm. it. Good. Yeah. All right, so. And I know I wrapped up. I threw him a Snickers, and and just he just kind of just took off running. That's a somewhat healthy treat. Can, well, I tell you, can, can you do this for Can you do this for Greg? Because Greg, <laughs> like, that's so good. Greg loves your physical humor. Yeah. Can you please be JC uh, getting out of the truck? And oh with, yeah. With well, the waters, and then him trying to get Greg, oh, yeah. right. Greg, and then him trying to get loose. Well, 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 well <laughs> while and, eating a Snickers. Right. Well, 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 as we're trying to get closer, and it's ticking from five minutes till top of the hour to to four to three, and he's like. Hey, 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 Dad! Do I need a text card? No, <laughs> we got it, man. I'm good. <laughs> Get out of the way! You know, right. now you're panicking sure. and you're thinking, "Why have you caused this on yourself? It's just Terrible a day decisions. of a trip of bad decisions. You didn't need any of this in your life. Mm-hmm. You left in plenty of time. <laughs> right. If you'd have gone with your gut feeling, right. everything would have been okay. Right. And so we we finally <laughs> and it, it, if you've ever been to the East Cobb sports complex it's a tiny parking lot everybody's dragging in bags and yeah. they're taking their time half of them are hot and sweaty walking like yeah. a you know a seal and it's like just would you get out of the way and you know and you're and you're trying to come in and be respectful and not come through 20 miles an hour and run yeah, somebody right, over right. Yeah. so that's when you have to right. slow down you're talking about the people that you, got there early the people got there yeah, early and yeah. got their choice yeah. of where to it's park like, where to see it's and like yeah. walking in a convenience store when you have to pee real bad 
bad, but you can't walk like you have to pee real yes. bad. You know, yeah. it's like or I'm worse. trying to get in the parking lot, right. but not look like we're in a hurry and we're late. You are late. But can I ask you like, this? Did you see the spot where you would have been if you got there 30 oh, minutes Oh, of course. Yeah, okay. Of course. You know, so. I always look at that person. That would have been me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be sitting right there. Um, so, so I finally, I get out. All right. I stop and I, I just pull him right up to the exit. <laughs> Just pull him right up to hey, exit. Please look. Don't and, miss, and, don't miss and his bag's in the back seat. Here we go. And I and I said stupidly, "Hey man, grab some waters and throw in your bag. We ain't got time now, you know." And <laughs> he got time for nothing. No, no. And then and then he he opens the the passenger door <laughs> and he slings out. And I'm like, "Hey, here's your hat. Oh, your shades fell off your hat. You know, He's like give it to me. Of course. You know. And then so he grabs it and he gets his bag. And he just starts running. <laughs> <laughs> He starts running away. I got him at his court. <laughs> and he starts yeah. running away. Hey, why are my headphones cut? Right, out? right. So then I park, and the team is already, you know, into their little thing, and he's over there, and he's Greg, Greg, Greg. he's got his like his Jaggers, which are bands, clipped to the fence. He's going. <laughs> you know, he's doing external. He's trying to catch up. You know, he's trying to get loose and stuff. And I thought to myself, "What a loser! This is all on me. I'm the worst dad ever." Show me him on the fence again. And he's like, <laughs> you know, he's mad. Right, man. right, right, right. And he's like, mad he's face. got a clip. He's like. <laughs> you know, he's trying, he have mad face oh, he's trying so hard. He's try, then, then he's trying to. Me. Hey, it's on me, son. Here's your super size snicker. You know, which uh, I'm is, sorry, it's in two pieces now. Oh my gosh, yeah, I do hate that. I, and the the the. The East Cobb concession stand <laughs> has great food, but it's too late to eat yeah, when you're there. He's a player yeah. now. Oh, yeah. So now he's now you uh, get to eat. It's, right, it's right. fine for late dad. He makes right. bad decisions. So he's got, he can eat all he wants. <laughs> hey, think of the bag. Bag's here. Yeah. Snickers is here. He's, trying, <laughs> he's eating going in. So then he finishes warming up. Oh, they God. come in from right field. He's walking in. And I, from the fence... Don't ever. I normally don't talk to my kids when they're out, you know. But I got to get them water. I know. <laughs> and now I'm a little dad. Yeah. Hey, son. Here's a water. Right. You know. Apologize, uh, but that's on me. Hey, yeah. man. He's out of breath. Happy choke that snigger down. He's mm. out of breath. I can tell his arm's not real loose. Mm. Hey, man. How's your arm feel? What's well, tight? Mm. I can tell you that. Um, yeah. yeah. Here, man. Here's some water. Right. He gets the water. Stomps off. Right. And what's well, uh, on you? You're losing. Then I just now the one thing I did do. And I was Marco Polo and with these two guns over here. I found me a nice shaded yeah, area. Yeah, he had a good spot. That even a Papa, Papa Rocks came by and he goes, I like that right there. I yeah. like your setup. Oh, good shade tree. tree. But after it was over, I sat there and I just looked at the trees like Bubba does sometimes. Mm-hmm. Wind's blowing. Yeah, you got to rethink and everything. I just, <laughs> and I just sat there. And I thought about all my bad decisions and what it had led to. Were you tough on yourself? I was so <laughs> tough on my, I was like, you st- I know you shouldn't say this. I know. You st- Stupid idiot. I know. You know, and I'm like, why did you do that? Yeah. And I'm talking to myself, not my son. And and I'm like, just God, you just, uh, if you so just got off that. in Douglasville and gone north, if you got gas when you're supposed to, if you'd have, you know, thought ahead and made a sandwich, you wouldn't have to stop. And then if you should have just gone with your gut and got off on that exit when there was a, a, a Chick fil A right there and you could have got gas at the same time, what did you do all that for? You know? know. And then you're trying to hide the app. From your son, Dad. How long does it say we're supposed to be there? Oh, it's it's we're five minutes away. It clearly says twelve. Right, you know, right, we're, yeah. we're good. You're we're, trying we're to close. stay positive. Yeah. We're close. We're, we're almost good. there. Should, should I should I should I text Wes, the coach? 
no, man, we're good. <laughs> hey, we'll get. Hey, I'll get you there on time. Don't you worry. You know, four minutes till three minutes, Dad. It's just right up here. If you, you don't remember coming here and playing, <laughs> it's uh, right up here. We're one. We're one red we're light away. There. After four red lights. Now, uh, where'd you say it was? I know. Now his headphones are off. He's really paying attention. Yeah, Dad, nice, what nice, have, nice pay attention. What guy. have you done to me? I know. You know. Yeah. I'm starving. I know, buddy. Here's a Snickers. Now it's a little melted, but um, <laughs> sure. it's good. Yeah. You know, the, what's felt like a loser, man. What is so aggravating is we know better. That's, That's the what it is. Yeah. Yes, I'm not You're a rookie. Than that. Every bad decision you made, you knew the right decision. Right. I, I just. Uh, we'll be back 15 minutes past the hour. We'll go phone calls next. All 10 lines are available. 866 We Be Big. More Rick and Bubba right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We be big is our number. Lines are available. You can come on in here and make a comment, ask a question, bring information to the table. Not designed for many of the shout-outs or shameless plugs. At the, uh, at the end of 30 seconds, you'll hear this. Your time on the program will come to a close. Uh, then we'll move on to the next caller. Uh, it is not designed for, designed for meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. When you hear 30 seconds in the buzzer, uh, you'll get an instant one if you try to do a shameless plug or a meaningless shout-out because that's not really what it's designed for because what? We're thinking to ourselves, we're now providing programming and content for those that are watching and listening. Uh, and I have to ask this question. If I, if I heard my own call or I was listening to the show or watching it, would I be informed, entertained, or annoyed? Uh, we'll start with uh, Nathan out of Huntsville, Alabama. Listen to 100.3 uh, The River, and there are there's lines available for you as well. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phone to trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. All right, Nathan, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. I don't know if you've heard of the Chick-fil-A One app, but that could have been a lifesaver for Speedy there. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you all familiar with that? No, does it tell you how long the wait is and how many people there and all that? No, it doesn't. You actually go ahead and put your order in, mm. pull in, don't even have to wait in line. They gift your food for you. Yeah, like call ahead. As soon as call you get ahead. there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what about getting yeah, to the parking? What about getting to the parking where you need to be? Is it usually so available? His, his son his son could have just uh, you know, jumped out and ran in and grabbed it because what you do is you link a card to it. Yeah. So it's already oh, paid for. Yeah. Oh, okay. just, that's that's like all these others. We do, we do that with uh, this place right over here. Yeah. Right, the one that you don't like to go in there as men. Right. And, uh, hey, that's very helpful. That would have been a day of good decisions if I had done yeah. something like that. Well, let me ask you well, this, Well, you, in your defense on that, yes, that mm-hmm. would help you in future, but you didn't even know, really, that there was a Chick-fil-A. If you would have thought about looking mm-hmm. at ways and searching Chick-fil-A or – the, or the I exit app, then yes. Then you could have ordered and picked right. it up. That's but a you, lot of apping and searching, yeah, though, when you're is. trying to be driving. When you're in a hurry and not thinking straight. I mean, sunburn, yeah. had yeah. sun poisoning for the last two days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The only, thing, the only thing I would caution you on the driving, though, yes, it will get your food ready, but you still have to get into the traffic at the exit, get yeah. into the traffic oh, yeah. of Chick-fil-A, and get Ooh, back out in the yes, traffic yeah, into the I game. Guys, this Chick-fil-A right across the street yesterday had cars. I'm not making this up, lined up nearly to um, the bank right here. Think about that a minute. Mm-hmm. You couldn't even yeah. get in the parking lot to get anything. Right. Yeah. Rumor has it I'm about to have one by my house, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure I'm into it because of that. Because, I, yeah, I yeah. normally don't have been blanket lines like mm-hmm. that, but we were so late and I, we were yeah. so stressed that we had fought probably 10 minutes off the exit to get in there and then realized, well, we can't even go Guys, now. ordering so that's food. that's 20 minutes back out. Or groceries. Groceries, guys, another one. Mm-hmm. When we went to the beach. Yeah. Okay. 
Amanda ordered all the groceries online, and they track your phone. They track where you're at, and when you pull up in the parking lot, they bring it to you. Mm. All this stuff, mm. and we need to be utilizing Yeah, I agree. That's Let's how go. they get you. John and Hoover, 1047 WZZK. John, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, uh, Beth Moen's barn, uh, no, ball yard. Have you? Did you hear that one? And the way she says elementary school, elementary is so bizarre, I can't even replicate it. Y'all need to find the elementary uh, one. Who, who are we talking about? Beth Moen. Beth Moen. Beth Moen. Yard. And uh, y'all talking about Starbucks. There's a new one on Lakeshore. Try to put a, tur- a roundabout near Starbucks. Oh, gosh. They go crazy. It's just unreal. Whoever <laughs> did that is just, he's a masochist. Yeah, he just want, mm-hmm. wants to watch that Starbucks confusion. So, Beth, so she says ball yard. Is that like somebody hits a home run yeah. and she while says the, ball yard? W- while it's in the air and you think yeah. it's going out, I heard her one time. She goes, ball yard. Okay. When it crosses Kind of like that call, not necessarily from her. Oh, that but, the ball shit, the ball yard. Yard. <laughs> Something like ball that. Ball yard. That's yeah. you know, this, this goes back to that whole, we, we were talking about this Elementary. What did she say? I don't know how. Elementary. He said he can't even explain how Elementary. she says that. I don't know. <laughs> Why would she even be saying that? I don't know. Back back when they were in elementary school, mm-hmm. just that one. Ball yard. Walk off. I heard she uses walk off incorrectly a lot. Oh really? So everything's a walk off to her. Mm. Oh, it's a walk off. Well, there's only one situation. If a, it ends a, a game, walk that's off. a walk off. Yeah, Everybody's a, walking a, off. It's over. I know. Right. Hey, I know. They hit it. They, they say, walk off. Does email, she use it for I, home runs? I'm too? getting emails that says she uses it too much. Oh, no, no, it's yeah. a walk off. You got to be in the <laughs> bottom of the last inning. Yeah, right? home run to win. <laughs> you call that. Hey, you yard. don't have to have a home run. It it's can be a walk. It can be a yard. Yeah, that's right. It's whatever. Anything. Catch. You yard. can hit somebody with a pitch. Yard. Ball yard. <laughs> ball. Ball yard. <laughs> <laughs> I think it goes more like that. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm ball like, yard. Yeah. I haven't made bad decisions on when <laughs> I went to the bathroom in the game. It was just a day. Of, I just wanted come to come out just, and a major something major had happened. Oh yeah, I'd missed it and hit one off the wall. Missed it. <laughs> Cliff in hey. Birmingham. Cliff, listen to ZCK. Also, yeah. go ahead. Hey, you hey good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Hey, one one way for uh, Speedy to save him a lot of time on these road trips. Nobody's got eyes. Cigarettes. Ahead of time. Here we go. Have you noticed the people that still use that on you, they all sound the same. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Michael and Helena. Here's what Speedy needs. All right, Michael's going to help us with the Beth Moen's elementary. Okay. Michael, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, she said elementary. 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 What? No. If you think about it, it helps you. It's elementary. That's, that's what, exactly what is she, right. Elementary. She is, is that how she uses it? Like talking about something is just make straight, just straight up, like Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> uh, that's elementary. Or was she referring to the school? Yeah, or is that yeah. our first school? What, is how, she going what? that? That ball's going over to the elementary. <laughs> yeah. What is she? Why she got a hold of that one? Elementary. She, why is she using that word? I don't know. When play show, fellas, I was watching, and she said elementary. No joke. I, was like, I mean, you got you got to throw strikes. That's just elementary. Is it like that? You know, the bad news is for us, she may actually have it right. We've been saying it wrong yeah. this whole year. I'm going to I'm gonna double down on elementary. I think okay. I'm okay there. That's fine. I, I'm, I'm just saying. I, it, 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 may, right. well, guys, it may be like advertisement. Advertisement and adverse. What? How <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> What, what? No, there's oh, another way to pronounce it. Don't anybody help it. There's another way to pronounce it. I know what you're talking about. I can't say it. Advertisement. Advertisement. <laughs> George in Homewood. George, George, go ahead. I was just saying if I could say it. I wouldn't sure. <laughs> Hey, guys. That guy had it right, the elementary, and she uses it when she's talking about the girls, uh, what they're studying in school. And the 
ball yard instead of saying ballpark. She's using it in ball yard. Oh, like we're oh, at the, out of the ball, ball yard. yard. Oh, no, we're at the ball yard. We're instead at the ball, ball yard. Yes. Beth okay. Mullins here at the College World Series at the Ball Yard. Elementary. <laughs> hey, I see Courtney Cox. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't have a I don't have a problem with Ball Yard. I just have a problem with her saying it. I know. That's <laughs> I like Ball I like Ball Yard. I just don't like her saying it. What do you like? Oh, welcome ball to the Ball Yard. yard. Right, we got down here at the Ball Yard. There's a tater. Rick. What about that elementary education uh, she's getting? Well, you know, she's she's uh, you know, would you decide what you want to study yet? Right now it's just elementary. <laughs> Elementary education. Does she say education normal? Education. Mm-hmm. And then she goes up from Mountain Brook. Where are uh, trains at Courtney Cox? Okay. <laughs> Courtney Cox. <laughs> Courtney Cox. That's so good. Why doesn't baseball have timeout? <laughs> All right. Let's, um, let's go to Terry and Fairhope. Terry, welcome to the program. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Good morning. I am actually on my way to a class to write a curriculum for a new course. Mm-hmm. And I'm working with the most annoying teacher ever. Oh, my. And so to prevent some teacher-on-teacher teacher crying today, <laughs> I need Greg to go off on some rant so I can, you know, live vicariously through him right oh, now. So you and I don't Greg, care what the rant's about. Yeah, you're mad you know? about something. Yeah. Uh, well, Terry. Yeah, just mad about something. Wh- oh, why, why is the person that you're working with oh, oh, so difficult? I thought Greg Mike could rant about that issue. <laughs> that would really help. Yeah. Yeah. That would be it. I don't, you know, I can't just make it. Happen. I know, Greg. Rants but I will pay attention to see, to see if something, something why that, she's driving. Yeah. So something bother you. Yeah. I, if the other person is listening to the show, they she may be able to mm. yeah. have that talk I, herself. I bet, I bet she's wagering that based on her acts and the way yeah. she is, she doesn't listen to the show. Yeah. Probably says elementary. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Is this elementary education that you guys are studying? Is it elementarian? Would that be the type of teaching, you know, the first through five grades? Elementarian? You know, maybe some people say six. Some go to six. What? Down at the old bowl yard. What are you saying now? Down at the old bowl yard. <laughs> I say, I say, what are you talking about? I say the number and the act the same way. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. I know, believe it or not, Father's Day is next weekend. And uh, if you're thinking about, you know, what's going to happen, you obviously have Sunday, be Father's Day, but on the Friday and half the Saturday of next weekend, the Gridiron Men's Conference is back. And uh, if you're part of a church group, a men's ministry, maybe you have a hunting club you're involved with, I got a group of men, uh, maybe on some committee, a sports league in, in your community. Uh, you know, anything that has a bunch of guys that have to get together for a common cause. What about grabbing up that group and uh, getting you some tickets and getting you travel plans together and headed to the and head out to the Gridiron Men's Conference? You'll be glad you you did this. It's a lot of fun. Two days uh, give you a better balance. Uh, hey, what does it all look like as a man? What what has the Bible said that all men? should be what does it look like when it comes to work when it comes to home when it comes to relationships uh being a dad uh being a husband all of that uh, will be covered over the weekend dr tony evans i don't know that there's a better communicator on the planet uh will be there josh turner uh for the country music fans he'll be there james Merritt, a great man of god out of atlanta uh and probably could have helped speedy get to the ball field quicker 
Uh, he'll be speaking. Uh, Michael Jr. is a very funny comedian. You'll love him. Jake Olson will be there. Phil Waldrop will be speaking as well. We had Jake on the program, you know, talking about uh, him being completely blind and then becoming a long snapper for USC. Uh, all of that will be going on uh, next weekend in Birmingham, Alabama. All the details are at gridironmen.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. We do have a celebrity news update. Well, we're big rock singers. We, we got, got golden fingers. Celebrity and we're loved everywhere we go. Yeah, that we, like us. we sing about beauty and we sing about truth. At $10,000 a show, that's right. We take all kind of pills that give us all kind of thrills. But the thrill we've never known. Everybody sing it. It's a thrill that'll get you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. I wanna see my picture on the cover. Wanna buy five copies for my mother. I wanna see my smiling face on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Bubba, where do we begin? Oh, Rick, we begin with comedian Tracy Morgan. You know him from Saturday Night Live and also from 30 Rock and many, many movies and other TV shows. Rick, you know, he was involved in a, just a horrendous uh, accident back several years oh, yeah. ago. Almost took his life. Oh, yeah. And, Rick, the irony of this, um, he just bought a two, a brand-new $2 million sports car in New York City and had a wreck less than a half a mile away from the dealership. Hey, I mean, you can't even have a Brigetti. Uh- I mean, if you, if you, if you, if you look at 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 this situation, hmm. it actually says two point five million dollars for this car, order, right? For an automobile, mm. I can't got, imagine paying that for a home. And, and as we found out, do you realize <laughs> I can't how imagine it, having it at all? Right, I can't even imagine. I, I don't. I can't I, imagine imagining it. <laughs> why, if you had it, why would you drive it in New York City, where people seem like they're bumping into each other all the time anyway? Mm. Rick, he he collided with a Honda. CRV near the 10th Avenue and 42nd Street in Manhattan, not far from the Lincoln Tunnel. Now, according to this uh, story, it says it's not yet known who was at fault. I mean, you know, I mean, ask Tracy Morgan. He thought he could have something. He thought he could have a Brigadi, and this is what happens. Rick, the pictures of him standing out on the street and these cars pushed together out in traffic. Yes, it is a pretty sharp-looking car, but I don't know about that kind of price tag. Good But, but there, there's no but why automobile. Would you, why None. would you take a car that's None. worth, let's just say, a million dollars? We'll just round it off here for argument. Wow. Would you take it to the Walmart parking lot? Anybody. So what am I going to do with it? Because it's, it, you know, cars getting dinked, and that's the reason why I've never understood, even if you can afford it, getting a 16-year-old an expensive automobile. I mean, it makes no sense because they've got, they're going, there's going, God forbid it be something serious, but you're going to have dinks and I backed into this and I, I, somebody opened their door on me and, and I was at school and, and other student drivers. I mean, you're taking your inexperienced driver in a, you know, over expensive automobile and setting them in the middle of other inexperienced drivers yeah. every day at school. Yeah, I mean it just it didn't make. You know, sense cars like are built to look good and pretty, but honestly, a lot of times they're just not functional in these things. I mean, really, I think if somebody came out with a car for like sixteen to about twenty-one year olds and it had like armored plating mm-hmm. and and yeah. rails uh, around yeah. it, yeah, and rubber everywhere so that they bounced when they hit. I mean, we take a chrome. 
a piece of chrome metal and call it a bumper. That's not a bumper. That's a mm. that's a bill waiting to happen. What yeah. A, yeah. You know, I, I don't I don't know why we don't put shock absorbers on them and all this. Look, but, oh, oh, Tracy's mad. Yeah, he's yeah, beating guy, on the window. They, of the they, car. Were, they were there. I know the story says this, but the latest report is it is the the Honda CRV's fault. They were turning right, and that guy turned into him. And hit right. his front left quarter panel. Right. Look, he just bought it. He is not two, happy. Two and a half window. million dollars. He's punching the window. What are you doing? So that's man? a two million dollar car. I'm looking at. Yep. And he could just think about this. You could buy two private planes for that. Mm-hmm. Two used private. I'm gonna go. Maybe the, not jets, but you could a, buy two private planes. That's a pretty sharp planes. car, though. I have to say. What well, is? Well, I hope it is. Can it I better tell you? be? Look at it. He I can't wouldn't drive it. around New York City though, would y'all? Clearly, still got I, I just, some issues. Yeah, well, he's stepping lightly there. Yeah. Right, nice outfit. Oh, well, I was talking about just from the decision alone to buy this vehicle. Yeah, I mean, if I have come through all he, yeah. it, what Tracy Morgan's response to nearly being killed in a car wreck was to buy a very expensive car that goes real fast <laughs> and and it has very little protection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, once I've right. nearly been killed in an automobile, next time you see me, it's like Bubba, well, yeah, more like what Bubba being a tank. Yeah, yeah I, want, I want one of those armored personnel carriers. Yeah, so that's the kind of yeah. car you need. I literally, when my kids got old enough to drive, I literally got a used car that you could take a hose pipe and wash out the inside of the car, and it would affect nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it, it just, it's just, uh, I mean, and what you know what happened? Dinks, nicks, sure. mirrors getting knocked off, mm-hmm. dragging dragging stuff home underneath it, you know, uh, the, the, at construction sites. And whether his fault <laughs> or yeah. not, in both cases, okay, anybody going to ride with Tracy? Mm-hmm. You know how some people seem to be a magnet for trouble. I, I think that car's so low to the ground. I think the CRV didn't even see him. No, Probably not. <laughs> God, I just can't imagine. To each his own. Now, like I say, so for some people, this is certainly in the realm of the money they have, but it's not a I big know, deal. I, and it's, I guess I just can't imagine if I was saying I have I have two two point five million dollars to play with. An automobile just never enters my mind. No. I know. Or no. like you say, get get a, more than one automobile or something, yeah. and you got two really nice, dependable automobiles. Oh, you're not, and you're nowhere Rick. near two point five. Rick, no. for two for two million, I could have a fleet. Yeah. I could have what a dealership. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Right. I bought a mine. I know some. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know some car lots that don't have that inventory. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Actually, I don't think Trace is you know showing us that, that he's learned anything. Mm. But but he it, it looks like it's not his fault. But it's still hilarious. Uh, especially since I mean, nobody was hurt, that he drove that out of the car lot and got, and got it, dinked. And what's so, what's so ironic too, it is, is, it is um, and if y'all said this, I apologize. I was looking up that video, but he said the dealership said he talked about all weekend about how this was his dream Ooh. car. Oh, yeah. Well, and he, I don't think he, the dream ended like He was yeah. so excited. Welcome to the nightmare. Driving it up. from the dealership. This is and one, that happened. This is more proof that God clearly has a sense of humor. Because he he was all wrapped up in this automobile like it was the end all, mm-hmm. yeah. and God said you might want to get other things that mean as much to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so and then <laughs> he can't believe it. He Not can't sure. even get out of his side. And for some reason, we think he's talking the way he talks when he's always that character. That's yeah. stupid. What are you I doing? Yeah. Uh, also today in celebrity news, you, you tried. That's what JC said to me when I was dri- yeah, trying to get to the ballpark. What I, are you doing? I noticed that when you were doing JC in your story, he sounded like Rocky. He did. did, did he? he did a little. Yeah. Bit. Well, they'll they'll do that. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. How you, how you son? How you doing? Fun. Mm. You know. <laughs> it's good. Sorry. It's all right. Uh, you learned today, Nudin. Good talk, son. <laughs> Bo Bo Jackson. I'm it, froze up it, over it, here. It is the thirtieth anniversary. Uh, there were always these weird moments with Bo Jackson, The you know, really the closest thing that we've seen in our lifetime as a walking, talking superhero. <laughs> yeah. uh, the things that he could do athletically just boggled the mind. And they would happen in little moments like this. You know, some of the stuff is, is in your face. 
like the time he ran up the wall oh, in the outfield, yeah. and everybody said, did he just run up the wall like, <laughs> like a superhero, like Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> and then there was this in the outfield when he throws out a runner from the wall uh, all the way home. I mean, the, like Bubba said, and I've heard this part too, the, the umpire is not even in position because he doesn't think there's any need to be in position <laughs> at home plate. He needs to look right. at the rest of the field. Uh, and, and it was a hit and run. All Harold the Reynolds was the one on the base. Yeah, I've heard yeah. him fly. I've he heard could. him talk about. It. He said when they were telling him to slide, he was thinking, "What are you? No that way! Was a joke. Yeah, why slide? Yeah. <laughs> so do we have it? Okay. Uh, I think yeah. It yeah. Here's the go Skype here because I'm pro. Yeah. No, that's that's the run up the wall. Go um, do the Harold Reynolds. He throws him out from the fence, uh, Adler. Uh, and he's you know it's funny when you talk uh, when you Google Bo Jackson throwing somebody out. It's, there's so many videos. Uh, the one when he's in right field and he hoses a guy to, at third base, and the guy's like, "What in the world?" Yeah. Um, that's when he shakes his Smart hand. Dog. That's what. That's Can't when he that, bring that down. Right? <laughs> that's when he shakes his hand and says, "Don't don't ever try running on me." You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you remember uh, what Har- you remember what Harold Reynolds said after he threw him him out. <laughs> you want that? Or yeah. You, you don't want him. And this is when he still had his speaking. Baseline drive. Toward the corner in left field, it's going to be up to Bo Jackson to try to stop Reynolds from scoring. He can't do it. Yes, he can. I don't believe it. He made an absolutely perfect throw. Even the catch was like, like there wow. Was no way he was going to get where, it. Look where the home plate umpire was. He Bob just Didier still doesn't <laughs> think he, he had a, the throw there. I can't believe it. He didn't even try to hit a cutoff man. <laughs> he must have thrown this ball over his cutoff man's head by 20 feet. He just turned and launched. The umpires are way out of position. Ken Kaiser is the third base umpire. He goes down to the left field corner. They're supposed to okay. rotate. The home plate umpire then goes to third to make sure they tag up there. The first base umpire never came to home plate. We're going to get another look at it. There's your home plate umpire. That's not his call. Here's Reynolds coming around third. Kaiser's Pretty good runner, field. by the way. Yeah, oh yeah. Reynolds runs by the home plate umpire. Now the play at the plate, there's no umpire. The first base umpire is supposed to be there. It's just Boone and Reynolds. No gray He's shirt out. in the area. Yeah. Either way, that man is out. And the home plate out. umpire has to make that call for third by the third base. The Royals get a break, and that's not that man's fault. It's the umpire at first base. He's way out of position by at least 90 feet. Listen when he I think back. they had him, though, don't you? Yeah. I think they had him, too. Yeah, that's so good. He's like, look, I know everybody was out of position, but he is out. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's out of position because I think no human being can throw a baseball that far. Yeah, when he when he talked about that, he said he went immediately. The runner did Harold to the to the dugout to look at the replay himself. Right. And he thought, where did that ball come from? Right. Like Greg said, when they were telling him to get down, he was like, "This is a joke. This is one of those pranks yeah. you pull on each yeah. other." Yeah. He said, "Good dog." Guys, the first base up did not even go home. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes. Eight minutes to the top of the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Don't forget, uh, Wednesday Bible study back today live on our YouTube channel. Be archived uh, soon after. Available there. Also on our podcast archives today as norm. And you can also find it easily on all our social media platforms. If you want to go back to old Bible studies, burgessministries.com. Click on media and uh, you'll find them there. 
All right, so um, as um, we come back, we've had a couple of stories. We've, we've really gone through a lot, and we got more coming up. But um, I was telling you today that, uh, and we've kind of spread them out throughout the show, our personal stuff with the headlines of the day. And um, I, I told you that I had three today. One was you won't believe who I saw at the grocery store. We covered that, the great mm-hmm. George Webby. Uh-huh. Uh, the the dogs on thin ice. We covered that, and then I said my last one was, "What's up with our trash?" Yeah, uh, and so th- th- I don't know what's going on, and I've tried to. I've, I've even attempted to get to the bottom of it. Now, first of all, various trash pickup situations. I don't. I guess they get, they get sold and bought, and sometimes the the name of the waste company on your trash can doesn't match up with who's currently yeah. doing it because they bought yeah. them, and there's some weird weird website on your on your can that now doesn't mean anything and who actually has it now. But, but, but for our, our mother can at our, you know, and we're two, we're a two can family. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, we went ahead and paid for the extra can. I like having a two, two of those trash cans. We don't always use it, but it's good to have it when you need it. Uh, we pretty much do all the time. We, <laughs> we roll out the trash out of our house. We really do. Yeah. I, I, I think my wife's a little quick to call a bag full, Yeah. but, uh, but we'll go through it. If it gets to where you can't push down in there, we're, we're, we're done. But anyway, so our normal routine is that I will go to work on Monday, and as I'm going to work, I will go out and I will take the cans to the top of the, of the driveway. Okay. Okay. And then it gets picked up, and it varies wildly. Sometimes it goes quick. Sometimes it's later in the day. It's it's really no rhyme or reason on how it happens. Well, and I also understand when you're a Monday pickup person, three day weekends are always an issue for you. They are. You, I'm a Monday. Oh guy, yeah, I'm a Monday, I'm a Monday guy. guy too. Are you really? There's I always take mine road. Sunday night though. Yeah. But well, I always forget yeah. that, that early. Memorial yeah. Day was a mess Sits for our neighborhood. So there's cans on the road for days. You're, you're well, you don't get ahead of me. Oh, your wow. okay. Labor Days, your Memorial Days, your Veterans Days, you, you have issues, and that's fine. But that's can I say this though? The good news for me is we have two days. We get Monday, Thursday. Say so we don't. We only have no, one day. We're one time. We're only one time. That's right, Humsey. You get well, two days. Well, here's the, here's you're the here's the, the only reason I said that because I wanted that voice. So I fully expected. Fully expected Memorial Day weekend to be messed up. So no, sure. no big yeah. deal. But you never know. You expect it because you take it up to the top anyway. Because sometimes it affects the Monday pickup. Sometimes it doesn't. That's right. Yeah. And I know they probably are communicating to that to somewhere probably to our old home phone. <laughs> and I've called three times to say, please make our new contact my cell phone. Undoubtedly, whoever's supposed to make that adjustment has never happened, or they're just not communicating with us. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one it is. So it's always a guess, and that's fine. <laughs> so last week, Memorial Day, didn't come. I knew that. Sure. Put it out there. Next day, it was gone. Tuesday, it was gone. That's pretty normal. Okay. All right. Well, this week, uh, keep in mind, there's no holiday this week. So <laughs> should be back to normal. Put it back out there Monday. Come home Monday. And I can always tell when it hasn't been picked up, uh, if our if our if our, if our Trash can had not gotten to the point where the the tops pushed up a little bit. There's not so much in it. They they look closed. Yeah. <laughs> I can still tell because the robot arm never sets my cans back down like they were. Yeah, yeah. they're all, one yeah. of them's always laying upside down. Sure, and and all of that. So that always lets me know. All right, the trash person's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I come home Monday and they look very neat. I said, well, Uh-oh. maybe the robot arm. And I go out there. Oh, still got trash. Okay, so I go back into the house. Because I don't. Everybody knows every dad and every husband is in charge of the trash. Oh yeah, oh, that's our area. That's, yep. a, that's yeah. our area. And sure. it bothers you because you're, you're ready to do your routine, get the cans back where they belong, and mm-hmm. let's start a new week of trash. Yep. Hmm, okay. <laughs> get up, go to work Tuesday. God, I forgot to get the trash cans. Uh, let me get that before I go to work. Oh, still in there. Uh, uh, wow. So so then then I, I I call what I think is our sanitation department, uh, our company, and I say hey. What's the issue here? Nobody on our street's been picked up. We're Monday people. 
No, no callback. So we get home Tuesday. It'll definitely be gone Tuesday. After. Yeah, sure. I don't even get home to like probably four thirty. Go out there. Oh, still there. Still trash. So this time I call and I get someone really casual about it. Yeah. Are y'all still the people that do our trash? Yeah, we are. You're you're right. Any issues? No. Mm-mm. He's just behind. He's still got about three more hours he's got to do today. He's not going to be coming in early today. Mm, no holiday this week. No problem. Okay, so today, just probably a day off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he's just just hadn't been picked up yet. Okay. All right. Hmm. Uh, get ready to go to church, uh, go to work today, walk out, still there. Uh, so now we're in day three. And, wow. and so I'm like, I've never seen that. You know, it's been a long I'm, day, a lo- long time. If you're taking now this week's trash and going ahead and putting it, it yeah, you're walking it out to the end hey, of the we're, road. We're, we're now, we're getting overloaded now. And yeah. keep in mind, all the trash cans have been sitting out there and where we live, Alabama heat has Oof. arrived. We're at 95, 96 every day. Yeah, it smells like a dead and so animal. all these cans are sat there out by the road, <laughs> and, and they're just and some of them's got you know trash hanging out of them, mm. and and all that. And I'm like, this must be what it's like to live in Los Angeles. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah the, really. uh, every day. I'm, I'm like, sadly, that's true. Yeah, I'm like, hey, uh, real casual about it. This is not. This is not. Instead of us picking it up at one o'clock today, we're picking it up at six six thirty. We're we're on day three, yeah. and and and, yeah. and it's not even a holiday week. Yeah, I get it if it's a holiday. What's going? Week? On? And they're being real casual about it. I, I'm <laughs> like, yeah, we'll get it when we get it. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll get it. Do you it. think the person you're talking to, they have no idea? They're just being casual and saying what you probably want to hear. They probably don't know what's really going on. I said, so it's not on my end. I said, there's nothing wrong with our account. No, because I knew that one right because the whole street's not picked up. <laughs> yeah, and I said, uh, so so it's not on me then. Mm-mm. No, yeah. you're good. <laughs> Really, we kind of like it to be picked up. Yeah. I'm starting to kind of <laughs> three days. A little starting more. to get a little. I'm starting to get a little bothered by this. Forty eight hours yeah. here, <laughs> and uh, so now today will have to be the speech. So if I'm late paying y'all, it's no big deal. Yeah, last time that happened, y'all cut us off. <laughs> we didn't get our trash picked up. Uh, so it's, wow. I mean, and I want it to be something like we've had. Three trucks break down. Yeah. Uh, there's a labor union dispute. Something. <laughs> uh, it was just kind of, yeah, we're just kind of behind this week. Eh, this uh, is a little beyond. Being behind is just you pick it up later. Yeah. yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Jack Nicholson. Guess what? You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio Rick and Bubba. I myself call them Richard and Bubsy, but that's another story. Six minutes now past the hour from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. A brand new hour. Thanks for being with us. Uh, The team's all here. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess. Uh, Helmsy's in the mix. Adler's got the YouTube option for you. He's flanked by Rick and Bubba interns Diamond Dell and Jimmy 92 Tron. Welcome back, Mr. Bill Bubba Buzz. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. 75 years ago, Bubba. D Day, 75 years ago. As a matter of fact, they've, uh, they were just having uh, services uh, to commemorate that in England with our president, Donald Trump, the Queen and the head of Britain, France, and Germany. Um, Her Majesty used the speech to pay tribute to the resilient wartime generation she called My Generation. President Trump read excerpts of a prayer read to the nation by Franklin Delano Roosevelt 
on the night of the D-Day invasion. On June the 5th, 1944, U.S. General Dwight D. Eisenhower gave the final order to invade Germany-occupied France. The following day, 156 men helped to change history forever. They say there's about 300 survivors left today taking part in various ceremonies. You know, Bob and I were talking about it in the break, uh, and this is a, a very important day in history. Um, is it awkward that Germany's there? You think, is, it, is there almost like a... Well, I think their position... Hey, are we, are we going to invite Germany to this? Well, that seems awkward. Well, I think uh, their position is that they don't look at themselves as that Germany. We're sorry. It was, a, it was well, it's just, we, we're we not that group. It no, was a, I It was an outlaw group running this operation. I got, you. I got, you. I got, you. I got yeah. you. But it does seem just kind of... It does make for a nice, yeah. you know. Well, it, better to have them there than wondering what they're doing back at home. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It, it's kind of like that feeling, you know, when somebody dies and, and somebody's ex-husband that everybody really hated, you know, you hadn't seen them in a while, and you're like, well, do we, you think oh, they're yeah. coming? And you're like, well, I guess they'll be there. And then he comes up, and, you know, he's like, he's kind of got his life cleaned up. He's okay now, but it's still a little bit awkward when he first walks in. Yeah. yeah. Memories run deep. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> But it's so real. It is. You know, the, Been to those. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the room. The, He's here. Oh. The yep, scope, there he is. Does look clean. Does clean. <laughs> the scope of this whole thing was just unbelievable for that day and time. That you know, just what they were able to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Over 5,300 ships involved, 175,000 men. We actually got on the beach that day 132,000 people. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, about uh, 75,000 came from Britain and Canada. 57,000 from the U.S. for a total of around 132,000 landed. Now, when you get to looking at the numbers of the deaths and the injuries and casualties from all of that, you you have to be careful because some of them are given in the first 24 hours. Some of them are given in the first two weeks as they tried to fight their way off the beach. We do know this. There was about 850,000 German troops in the area that, that wasn't really big on this landing at that time. No. So no, well, and then when you get into um, you know like what you you've mentioned, but you know a lot of the things that we had planned didn't even work. It, it all fell apart. We had yeah. we had people you know parachuting and landing in the wrong places, and it, it was it I was mean, a mass yeah. confusion. Yeah. And and luckily we came out on top of it. It could have very easily gone the other way. Oh yeah, you know one of the most noted stories, and again, that's it's why it's just, called a miracle. Yeah, yeah, it's the stories you hear you don't know. Although there was a lot of troops there, they did not have their very mobile tanks. The Panzer Division was not in that area, and when they realized what was happening, they wanted to move one to that area, but they didn't want to wake up Hitler, who did not like to be woken up in the middle of the night, even though this would have been big news, and nobody could move those but him. And if they'd have woke him up and they would have got there, those there, it could have been could have been a lot worse in the coming weeks. Well, there's been many that have gone there and looked at the beach. As a matter of fact, my, my wife and uh, two our two sons uh, that are still uh, at home, they uh, they are going to Normandy uh, as part of a, a, an ongoing uh, student leadership university they're part of. And uh, and so they're going to get a chance to see it. And, and most everybody who's there, when you know what happened, they all come to the same conclusion. This was a miracle. I mean, yep. there, there, was, yeah. there was supernatural intervention. Because the, what what was being asked to being be done really was impossible, uh, and and it, and it was achieved. So uh, we'll, we'll see more uh, 
video coming of the actual ceremony that was happening there probably by tomorrow. But it, it'll be very interesting to see some of that and hear what some of the speakers said. It's, it's a very touching thing, I, I'm sure. Well, this is also why some of the level-headed uh, Englishmen and women are saying protesting the leader of the free world. And that's, their, that's the term they were using. Right. Okay, that, that's not us saying this. I'm talking about. I saw the. Oh, the Queen used that quote today. Right. Yeah. So they refer to the President of the United States as the leader of the free world, is here to remember and to solidify um, these these two allied countries and what was accomplished and uh, on that day. And this is not the time to be doing some of the things you're doing. And I heard one of the. Pro- people talking about the protesters, you're acting like a bunch of rude children that don't know how to behave. I mean, this is, this is about us remembering what happened 75 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, time and place is something that y'all need to learn. Yeah. Because this isn't, he's not coming over and making any other stuff. Of course, now he's, you know, he's still been on Twitter. Serious. But, uh, and um, and that and you're gonna have that. But, <laughs> you're just gonna have that. That's, and Greg Greg just read part what, of the deal. Greg just read what he put out about Bette Midler, and that's yeah. owning me. Yeah. Wow. But, but anyway, the uh, <laughs> mm. I like when he refers to himself as as your great president. Your great president. <laughs> right. He puts but, it in quotations. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But, Let me see where that. <laughs> but but anyway, but that was when Bette Midler grabbed some misinformation from the internet yeah. and. Retweeted it as if it was true. Yeah, some yeah. interview he did where he was saying if he ran, he'd run as Republican because they're really stupid. Right, they'll vote for anything. Right, and, and come to find out that it wasn't. That like never that. really happened. Yeah. And yeah. She put it out like it was real. Sure, and she, of course, she. Uh, I think you have to call that fake news. Uh, he did. Well, he also called her what washed up what S- washed up psycho. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Let me see. I got it right. <laughs> yes, washed up psycho at Bette Midler was forced to apologize oh, for a statement is. she attributed to me. <laughs> To be totally fabricated in order to make your great president look really bad. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Rick, she got caught just like the fake news media gets caught, a sick scammer. <laughs> That's your president that sent that out. Again, I go back to what we're doing 75 years mm. ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, we were, what we were remembering yesterday <laughs> is bigger than everybody who's there. You know, because, oh, yeah. you know, the, the, Absolutely. The, this is history of two countries and I do I am a very I'm very very pro Brexit because I agree with those that believe if we want this ally to remain strong they're the strongest when they're independent and not have an answer to the rest of Europe mm-hmm. and uh, because they they're really bigger than that yeah and you don't you don't have to go ask all the other European nations if you can you can't do so well too, and also they're good I think they said I, I really, 30, 39 yeah, is it million pounds? I can't remember what it's. It's some uh, exorbitant amount of money they pay to be in the European Union. They're going to get back. Well, to, I, I really think France is too, but France is landlocked with them. You know, they're in there. I mean, yeah. England's off on right. its own. It, it needs its own deal. Yeah, uh, boy, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at his timeline on Twitter. He is. I love his nicknames for everybody. Oh, it's um, unreal. <laughs> Uh, on Sleepy Joe Biden and uh, and Crying Chuck Schumer. He added Creepy Sleepy Joe Biden. <laughs> he, he did, creepy, by the way. He sleepy. did. My bad. He did. You're, You're right. right. It was Sleepy, then he added Creepy. Y'all, he did. Creepy, he did. Sleepy. He did. Yeah, I don't want them to get in the way. We can do another update if we want to. Even CNN is laughing at Biden's claims oh, yeah. that he says things that are just not true, like that he marched for civil rights and 
and and even his own handlers are going. You really didn't. You you weren't part of that. <laughs> and, 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 and now that his climate change bill that he thinks he has to pander to that part of the Democratic Party is, is plagiarized. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's just. Have you heard it, Rush's nickname for Joe Biden? Uh-uh. It's Joe Bite Me. It's so good. <laughs> okay, Rush. You just said He's, that, like right right in. No, that's what he says on air. That's over and over and over again. And, and what is it again? Back hilarious. To the, back to the D-Day part of it. I, I see that Jody says her father was in it. I'd love to hear what she's got to say because a lot of those folks are not with us anymore, you know? Yeah, you said how many are still surviving? They said 300 were participating in the commemorations today. We'll take your phone calls next. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. There in the newborn cry. 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. There in the light of every sunrise. 866 We Be Big is the number. There in the shadows of this life. As uh, we make our way back, we'll take your phone calls uh, at 866 We Be Big. Jody in Pensacola. Welcome to the program, Jody. Thanks, Rick. Hey, Bubba, this is a guy, not a girl. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, they put it on the they board with IE. With so IE. I, they they I, put I, the I IE know. up there. It's a gender bender hey, name. I've been, I've, I've been putting up with that for a long time, so it's no big deal. My apologies. If you think you feel bad, they, no, they called Jody Foster your name today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I want to thank you all for you know, paying some paying tribute to the these guys that, that uh, played a big part in saving the world really yep. truly yep. and uh you know there's a lot of biblical facts that go along with this and and uh and how how the lord has protected our country and and i want to just want to really uh emphasize how important it is to pray for our country and our president and uh that we get back on track and putting god first in this country but i just want to thank you guys for all y'all do being leaders and teaching men how to be men and that whole generation's gone now for the most part and and uh, we've got to step up to the plate and show these younger guys what it's like to be a man. And I appreciate how y'all do that and how y'all follow Christ. And and uh, uh, my dad was a career Navy guy, military, stayed in for 31 years after after World War II. And uh, and 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 uh, this, this was the highlight of his career. He said it always would be is participating in D-Day. And he was a uh, combat naval combat swimmer. They were on the beachhead two days before the invasion actually happened. Wow. Oh. Hiding and giving coordinates out. They later turned into UDTs and then SEALs. Mm. And, uh, but uh, just, you know, that, that whole generation, I, sometimes I question whether the, our generation can handle that. And, yeah, uh, I, I have to. I, I think you could find definitely some guy. And I think, and I don't want to veer off into this story yet or we forget to it. I think the reason why this officer that everybody's so upset with with the with the school shooting is they know the men of D Day, and and we're we're seeing how so many men have charged into danger, uh, mm-hmm. and and so when you see someone, especially someone who took on training and volunteered to say I'm willing to go into danger for the benefit of other people, and they don't do it, it, it seems odd to us because of so much history of men who did. And uh, and I'm not saying the guy's being treated fair or he should go to jail for the rest of his life or whatever, but that's where that anger comes from. It's just we're just not accustomed to seeing that too often. Mm-hmm. And now we're thinking, is this going to be the new thing that 
you know, a man may or may not do what needs to be done or sacrifice themselves for the uh, better of their family or for their fellow man. And, uh, you know, I don't know. And, uh, but those, those men did and that we, we can say, and that's, that's what we're celebrating today and thanking them for no doubt about that. Uh, let's go to Paul in Huntsville. And if you were 18 on D-Day, you're 93 today. So you see the range. Oh, yeah, why we're, the, we not, don't have a lot of them left. Uh, Paul, go ahead. Yeah, I um, again just wanted to thank you guys for taking time to remember all of those that fought on D-Day. Um, my great-grandfather is 98 today, and he uh, flew over there to, to be there for the anniversary ceremony. He's really? an amazing guy. Wow. Yeah, he'll he'll be there, and uh, huh. he, he actually just released a a book, kind of chronicling his his time in World War II. He was a combat medic for the 16th Infantry in the Big Red One. Um, so it's been on my mind a lot this week reading reading some of his stories that I've heard growing up. Yep. But um, you know, I think I think the thing that he kind of wanted to focus on, and the thing he did in his book is every single man on that beach was a hero. Yeah. Yeah, he um, was going back into the water to pull guys out, try to get them any kind of cover so they can apply medical treatment. You know, there were a lot of guys that were hit as soon as that ramp went down. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that that, that, that way that Tom Hanks and that they were able to put that together yeah, and saving Private Ryan. And, and from, from men that, that, like your, you know, is it you say it was your great-grandfather? Uh, yes, sir. Men like your great-grandfather that saw that movie said that that was a pretty good job of recreating that and you sense those bullets and hey some of you you're just here to die but you're willing to do that and that is your part for the benefit of the others because we know a lot of y'all gonna die we know it and we ended up not having as many die as we even thought would die because of the supernatural things that happened but um and the thing i think i like about them the most paul and i bet your great grandfather is this way they never seem to expect you to make a big deal out of what they did yeah uh, and nowadays, no, he, he you know, the gener- yeah, the generation nowadays, if, if you'd have a tour of, Hey, I was, I charged the beach at Normandy and survive, come see me, you know, and I'm, I'm traveling all over with a spotlight on me. Look what I did. Not only did they do it, they didn't expect to be made a big deal about for doing it. And I think that makes it even doubly yeah. impressive. And, uh, and right. after they got there, Thanks, Paul. what they did, think about this. I mean, Germany surrendered in what, about a year. From that, they went all the way from this to to completely destroying the Germans with help from the Russians, of course, from the east. Of course, you had to watch the Russians. They, yeah, they, they go were, and grab the land while they, they were there. They land grab while they were there. <laughs> yeah. They said, "We got this." I think we'll hang on to it. <laughs> right. You know what I've noticed? Why thought we we're, thought we're going to have to get into it with them. <laughs> We've run Germany out here. Why don't we take it? Uh, Courtney in Alabama. Courtney, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Hey guys, yeah, my grandfather uh, was on the Joshua P. Lippincott. It was a cargo ship. He was 20 years old in the Navy, and he was a gunner, a gun captain on that ship. He was the second cargo ship to land at Omaha Beach on D-Day. He was 20 years old, gun captain, and uh, my dad took him back, uh, took him back when in '05 when he was about 83 years old, and it was a really emotional experience for him and. One of the few things that he would talk about or recounted, you know, just maybe one or two times to my dad was just that some of the ships that they dropped off to send up to the beach, sometimes the ramps would go down and and no one would get off. Um, mm. They were machined down. And then yeah. dad, I was talking to him earlier about it. He said that 
you know, so then the guys started saying, let's jump over the sides of these and get down in the water where they can't see us. But they had so much ammunition uh, and weight on them that they couldn't swim with it. So right. it was uh, it was a it was a terrible day. Um, but my I'm really p- proud of my grandfather and just amazing to think that if he had not made it through that day, as so many didn't, I wouldn't be here. My kids wouldn't be here. Their future, you know, future oh, yeah. generations yeah. Absolutely. surviving that one day. It's amazing. Yeah, I think that's one thing that Saving Private Ryan that really emphasized is when he's looking at that at all those that died and when they, they saved him, be sure that, that it was worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure your life counts because a lot mm-hmm. of people gave up theirs for yours. Yep. Uh, and, and make sure that you don't take it and squander it. And, um, you know, they, that's um, – John Piper has a great book called Don't Waste Your Life. Uh, and um, and I gave that to all of uh, my son's friends as, as seniors this year because if you could learn that at a young age, that sure would be great. And, um, and, and, and we need to be sure that we keep talking about this as instructed by Scripture. Keep passing on you know, the stories and when you saw God move and when you saw people do things and, and you pass that on from generation to generation. And I hope we have done the job of passing on to the next group of, of young men. I hope we have. Um, but um, if we haven't, it was a mistake. Bottom of the hour, we'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Our website's Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and.com. You can go there, stay updated with everything that's going on with the Rick and Bubba Show. Shop the Rick and Bubba store for Father's Day coming up next weekend. Uh, don't forget, you can also catch up coming events and participate in some of the things we're involved in. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. Hey, as we make our way back, really, uh, we're going to be spending some time with this great client tomorrow. And when we, when we come back, we're going to have a lot to tell you about something really cool going on with the folks with Cook's Pest Control. Uh, and uh, we'll give you a full update when we get back from the trip. Uh, probably be on Friday's program. We'll let you know how it went. And we'll put together some stuff we'll put on the YouTube channel as well. So cookspest.com, get in touch with them. Uh, and, and they'll come out and give you a free, thorough inspection and evaluation of your home or your business. Now, we certainly use Cook's Pest Control, and we love them, and they do a phenomenal job. Uh, but they'll do the same job for you. And I know sometimes it can be confusing. There's a lot of folks in this business out there. It doesn't mean that everybody who's in the business out there does a good job. Uh, so you want to find out for yourself the references and everything, and we'll give you references. Cook's Pest uh, are fantastic. And so go to cookspest.com. If you're worried about a property with termites, use their Centricon system. You combine that with the, the expertise of Cook's Pest Control, and boy, are you secure. And that's why we always sing, looky, 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 here comes Cookie, Cook's Pest Control. Rick, I don't know if this counts because I know it's usually calls, but, you know, we had some of the guests. Who was the guest that wanted to see Speedy Tube? Yeah, so they were they're fired up. We don't have a official call, but I did get a text from my wife that said her and baby Ellis were watching on YouTube. She's in Georgia. Really? Mm-hmm. And That's now so that listen, sweet. the bad news is he fell asleep. She sent me a picture of that. Oh, is he still out? Wow. I don't know. She said, bad y'all, news. y'all need to step it up. I said, That's a good thing. You, if you can't get him to go to sleep, you can always show him our show. <laughs> but my point is, does this qualify for him to have to do the tube dance? Because the members of the audience are going to well, be disappointed. Well, of course it does. Okay. Oh, and if baby Ellis is awake, he can see it too. <laughs> 
I don't know about the claw on the face. That was different when you first started. Bubba just hunkered down. Bubba just hunkered down so I got to survive the tuba attack. It too uh, shall pass. It too I got the look and I said, we're going to get marching. out of Because normally we've had it already requested at this point. Yeah. I was marching early. Uh, you had uh, to march and then break it down. Gosh, that's so good. Good. <laughs> Uh, I noticed you had a different. You, you well, changed the grip every now. And then. Oh, I don't know how to hold it. I've, I've talked about. Stay that. with what you did originally. Greg and him. But anyway, the, I, tend uh, to, I tend to. <laughs> I tend to hold it like a saxophone, and you don't. Right. It's, yeah. it's a tuba. But it's a tuba, I, so really the, the yeah. But the, the, I think you, you think, I think I brought much. that back up to the first few days. Hey, this is kind of it, it right here. It didn't matter. Now I'm doing this. No, I did go back to what you originally yes. did because so I like it three goes with the horn over the oh, top. Yeah. But the original one, it goes with the music. I know it's not yeah. like, like this right here. Whatever that first one you did. That's right here. That some reason Bubba hated. But. Right. right. Well, well, Bubba, it was, Bubba wants it was incorrect. I get it. was absolutely incorrect. Now see, you want the what's it called? Sousaphone, the something? twenty Jake thing. No, yeah. that's not twenty. No, twenty Jake. I know the one you're talking about. The, the classic marching band tube. Yeah. That would have speedy just for JSU did the twenty J and he stood up and you did that <laughs> yeah. like you were carrying it. So. I like Rick. You remember when we were kids? They'd all have letters, you know, over the. Oh, you love about that? that. Yeah, spelling was, out their school. I loved or some it. Mascot. I loved it. And all of them painted white for some reason. I know. I know. All right. So now let's transition into a very tough story. Tough transition from tuba to this, but. Um, this is the Florida resource officer. And, oh, right. Well, how about this? Speedy brought up something, and Bubba and I agreed. It, it, don't name your kid Scott Peterson. No. Oh, boy, I tell you, we've got some. And this is Scott with one T, Scott yeah. Peterson, 56. Mm. He was arrested Tuesday on charges relating to failure to enter the school during the mass shooting. You remember the story when we did it. And, and the reason why we say that, you remember we had the Scott Peterson who like, murdered his There's wife? Then we had oh, another yeah. Scott yeah. Peterson who was a policeman that also murdered his wife. Oh, my or gosh. I think he may have murdered, murdered two of them. A couple, yeah. Something yeah. like that. I hate to do Is this the this, end of the name Scott Peterson? The One of them threw him off a boat. Oh, Yeah, wow. that was oh, crucial. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. she was yeah. pregnant. Yeah, that yeah, was terrible. They have to put it that up there with Adolph. Play it. So anyway, uh, but uh, now he's, he's been charged with seven counts of neglect of a child, three counts of negligence, and one of perjury after a fifteen-month investigation. Uh, the charges carry a combined potential prison sentence of nearly one hundred years for the officer who has been nicknamed the Coward of Broward. Well, and it, this is a difficult, difficult topic because you first of all, I'm sorry, Coward of Broward got me. It did. First of all, most are saying that there's nothing he could do for the children on the first floor. That was too quick. It was the the the, the shooter was on everybody too fast. But where he is being held accountable is that he clearly, in everyone's opinion, had time to do something about engaging the shooter on the second floor when he got up there. And you hear in the recordings that he clearly knew the shooter had moved to the second floor, and he stayed outside. And and I'm and, and I know there's more details to it. And I think the perjury comes by where he had told him that he didn't know the shooting. Right, hear it or something. That's what they yeah. proven where he was. He yeah. And plus, you can hear it on the recording exactly. and all that. So that doesn't look good. If he had just gone in and said everything I say today is factual and truthful, then I think we could easily and still need to say this. This is very easy to be judgmental of when you weren't in the situation. I agree. And I think we have to put that on the table, don't right. you? Bob? I mean, that, and, and that, yeah, that has to I, yeah, be. Yeah, absolutely, I do. I mean, we all now have hindsight. We know who did it. We know where they were. We knew where they were shooting from. And this guy came up, and he didn't. And look, he obviously 
did not want to engage this. But I don't know that any of us can say absolutely you would have in that situation. You hope you would have, you right? Know. But you just don't know. But um, you know, it's, I, I don't know, Rick. It's it, it, he obviously did not do what he should have done at the time. Uh, it appears that he may have had conflicting statements after the fact about what was going on. But you see, and look, I understand for these parents who lost kids in this, they're they're very unhappy with him. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, I mean, you, you have one saying that he hopes that he rots in hell. Um, you know, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, had, and, I wasn't in that situation. I think that's a tough call either way. I mean, I mean we we had we. I'm sorry, Greg. We right. had we had a couple of interns that were familiar with Parkland High School because right. they're from, they that area. from that area. And they said to add to the confusion, uh, and if I remember this correctly, they said the lockers are actually outside. They're not. Everything's not inside like you would think a standard school is. Right. There's some areas that are covered, but the 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 lockers are outside, which added to the confusion. They thought the of the in the beginning the, of the officer not knowing what where everybody might be, uh, but well, now uh, that there's audio of him clearly saying that he did, I think that's where the perjury comes in. Like that, y'all mentioned, yeah, that's where it comes in. Is is we thought he was confused about where the shooter was. The recordings now prove no, he knew exactly where he was. And if you're going to be the security officer for this officer for the school, you probably know the school layout pretty well, or you mm-hmm. wouldn't be the security officer. I wouldn't think. Yeah, and um, and they're saying that the people who are upset. And I certainly understand that. I'm just trying to find the right balance where, you know, you got to at least be somewhat. No, I don't use the word harsh, but you got you got to come down on the guy a little bit, but don't want to do it too much. But then you don't want to do it too little. Yeah, and it's that, just and very that, confusing. And act like it wasn't any big deal either. Uh, they charged him with a crime, they, so it's, they are making it a big deal. Well, and, well, and I'll tell you why. And I touched on it a little while ago, and we were honoring the folks on D Day. They're saying I heard somebody use this. It's like picture a Secret Service guy who says, I'll jump in front of a bullet for the president. Somebody shows up to shoot the president, and they just stand there and they shoot the president. You would go, well, why in the world did you get in this line of work? I mean, you kind of need You know it kind of goes with it. You know it goes with it. See, what we're doing is saying, well, can we say what we would do as civilians? Right. Well, I don't know what I'd do as as a civilian. But they're saying, no, no, the question isn't what would you do. You're not a police officer. What would you do if you were a police officer and you'd been through the training? Now, I have had police officers tell me and military people tell me, you don't really know who's ready for this job until they're taking live rounds. Yeah. Because because you don't shoot live rounds at people in training. And and even even people who have been heroes, and I'm sure there were some on D-Day, when that first few shots hit – there's a Different. lot of people had to had to shelter yeah. in place for a minute and get their wits about them and go, now I've got to move forward, and then went on to be a hero. But that first mm. moment, there was a lot of people go. I mean, you don't hit you don't hit that wearing a Superman cape, you know? No, mm. and that's what people are saying. I, I told you that I did it on the air when the guy said he had a young officer with him, and they, they got in with some drug dealers, and all of a sudden that guy started shooting through the door, and he, he looks over, and that guy's standing there in total shock, and he's like, hey. We need to engage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times you don't know how you're going to react. And, and that yeah. says a lot about our spiritual life and about everything. You don't really know who you really are until live rounds are being thrown at you. And um, and so, but with that being said, the uniform, the job he was hired to do is why everybody's mad. Yeah. And they would, they so. wouldn't be as mad if it was somebody's daddy yeah. who jumped out of his pickup truck, running up there with a shotgun going, right. Right. you know, and, and you know, we they're, they're saying, you're, this is why you're here. We, we all have been saying you need security officers for schools. We're big proponents of that. This goes says, well, we hired one. He wouldn't do his job. Yeah. And, and so, and so that's why 
People. And is that a criminal defense? Dude, that's you know, that's one thing. Find out whether being a coward is that criminal, right? And so yeah. it's one thing he's he gets fired. He's no longer able to be a cop. All those things, uh, of course. But is it criminal? Should he go well, to jail for yeah. ten years? Has, that's the big fifteen question. years, twenty years, the rest years. of his life. Ninety nine yeah. is what they got to do yeah. right now. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So we got to determine whether or not it's criminal or not, and and I don't know the answer to that. Well, I, his attorney is saying that while there certainly are issues with this. He's saying the way he's being charged and the fact of the law is uh, is incorrect here. He said he's being prosecuted like he was a caregiver yeah. or a parent or a head of household yeah. that all of these laws are set up for. He said he was a police officer. Now, whether he executed his duty properly or not is a, is a different topic than what he's being charged on these. So he's going to say he's going to fight these on a technicality, it sounds like. And, yeah. I, and I don't want to say this and be insensitive, but it, it has to be said. And it doesn't mean that we don't care, and it doesn't mean we don't understand. But when you're in the situation these parents are in, because of the rawness of the despair, you are ready to be told there's somebody to blame. Yeah. And if you look at it, we talked about it earlier, and you'll jump all over that. There were people that knew this kid's behavior and all that. But there's a lot of people, if you want to blame, that let yeah. signs that something yeah. could happen yeah. go by. And it's a, it's a big it. wagon. It is. Yes, wagon. it is. And, and, you know, there's a famous quote. I know y'all heard it, too. The easiest animal to hunt is a scapegoat. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We'll yeah. take your phone calls yeah. when we come back. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG as we wrap up the hour, and we'll chat with you next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866 we Be Big is our number. Golden ticket seats today. I got a ticket. Hey, golden ticket seats. Margaret Walker and Eli Walker. Where are we right here? Eli. Uh, also, Ashley Fielding is here today. Uh, we have Rhonda Walker. Rhonda, also here. Bubba, all the way from Louisville, Kentucky. They ripped the air from him when we were taking off our affiliate there, but he found the TuneIn app. He's found the YouTube channel. He's a tuber every day. He's here with us all the way from Louisville celebrating his 28th birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Lynch. Brian Lynch is here. Happy birthday, Brian. Uh, And also Aaron Lynch is here as well. Uh, Everybody takes home a Rick and Bubba double CD today. A pound of BuzzBox coffee going with them today as well. Uh, The tickets are free, but you can join us by going to rickandbubba.com. Click on contact, look for Ticket Biscuit, and maybe we'll be seeing you here in the golden ticket seats. Phone calls are standing by, obviously. Uh, we're, we're talking about what a lot of people are talking about is the uh, the resource officer in Florida that has uh, been charged with neglect in his job. Uh, now the big discussion is what he did, didn't do, and is it criminal? Uh, some of those uh, that may work in the field uh, have, have been helping out a little bit today. Steve is in Alabama. Steve, welcome to the program. How are you? No, I'm doing great, guys. How are you doing? Great. Thank you, man. Steve? Yes. Go ahead. You're on. You go right ahead. Uh, guys, I'd just like to say as a 17-year veteran, as an SRO working in the schools, uh, we're trained We're trained annually uh, on situations like this with different type of scenarios. And our main goal is if someone breaks that threshold into a school uh, to do uh, harm to children, our goal is to enter that school as soon as possible and stop the killing before you know, more more casualties. Uh, but also, we have to keep in mind that we're all human. We're not Understood. Superman. 
uh, we're all humans, so we really do not know uh, how each individual is going to react when those rounds are going off. Uh, we do training, and we've had officers in our training. Uh, we use what is called simunition rounds, and these are shot out of a real gun with a real bang, but it's, you know, it's harmless. Um, but it's to give you the effect as close as possible you can without actually using live rounds. And we've had officers just to freeze. Um, yeah. You never know what what that individual is capable of until they get in that situation. And we've had officers who go through this training and then realize, hey, this is not for me. Right. And, and, and undoubtedly you know, that did not affect him Steve, to that point, the, the, the fake rounds. But, but yeah, I guess right. that, does, that does weed out some. But do you think he should be charged since you, you can see yeah, this? Yeah. Obviously there was a failure there, but is he is he a criminal? I don't see that uh, we, we're we going to – you're going to have people to jump the gun on this regardless of how it is. Uh, I believe now this is personal, uh, my, my personal opinion. Um, I think they're going to the extreme with actually saying a criminal, but now as we stand and take an oath that we will, you know, uphold the law, we will stand and we will, you know, protect people and property. Um, therefore, I believe he should be brought before on – that part that he did not stand up to uh, his duties. Um, so, therefore, he should suffer the consequences of that. But now, as what you guys were speaking earlier, years in prison, um, no. Because, like I said, you know, we're all human. Uh, we're we're going to make mistakes. But uh, when you step into law enforcement, you don't know what you're getting into until you start your training. But when you get out in the field and you see the real things that's going on, um, you don't know what your body's going to do. I mean, we've had officers to shut down. We've had officers to continue on with the fight. Yeah. And well, like again, said, we got that, and we covered that. But I think we're all we're, you. You seem to be confirming, and we all are confirming. He was trained to do a job and made an oath to do a job that he did not right. do. He did not do right. what he told us he would do. He did not protect those he said he would protect to the best of his ability. And I would say this about the part, and I know you're right about live rounds, but. Isn't it kind of also, and I know you don't always get it right, because aren't there people that watch you guys train and come over and say, this guy can't do it. This guy's not cut out. Uh, I, look, I, I've been watching this for years. This person's not going to be able to make it. Not, you know, you, you assess these officers, officers to see if they really can do what's asked of them. That's what training's for, right, to try to figure out if they can cut the mustard to be what we called them to be. And I think that's what everybody's upset about. Once the uniform was on, once he was armed, he had told society, I am here to uphold the law and to protect you. And he didn't. And now, whether that's criminal or not, that's a different discussion. And, and what is the punishment for that? Uh, 866, we be big uh, to Joshua and Montevallo. Josh, uh, Montevallo, Joshua, go ahead. Uh, well, yes, as the previous caller said, um, I'm not, I don't think it'd be criminal. And as I understand it, I think the supervisor told him to set up a perimeter anyway. So the supervisor should have uh, something to, uh, to do about that as well. As far as criminal, no, I did not believe so. Um, training is one thing, but when you get in real life, you'd never know how you react, as his point was as well. But they were like a duty, maybe, but criminal, I don't think so. All right. Thanks for the call. Uh, let's go to Jennifer Montgomery, I 92 WLWI. Jennifer, go ahead. Hey guys, how are you? Good, right. good. Good. I've been listening to you guys since I was like 15 years old, so <laughs> thank you so much for finally having uh, me on the air. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> um, thank you. Thanks. I 100% believe he needs to be charged with negligence. 
uh, you know, as the previous caller stated, he put on that uniform, just like you guys were saying, he put on that uniform. That uniform signifies to us as civilians that that is a safety officer and that we can go to him or her for safety reasons. Uh, and the fact that he didn't do his job and protect the children to the best of his capabilities, he definitely needs to be charged. Appreciate your call. What about and, the guys? And then the, the question of of what should that punishment be? Is it yeah. uh, in his case, it, it will be life. Mo, what do you think? Hey, yeah, uh, I'm with the National Association of School Resource Officers, and we train officers to go direct to threat in these kind of situations. And, uh, you know, Florida is an interesting uh, scenario because we don't train officers in that particular state. It's one of the only ones that we don't conduct training in. So I don't know how the guy was trained. Uh, you know, as far as the criminal charges, I'm not sure what that looks like. We're going to be interested in following that. But, you know, after that Parkland shooting, there were several other SROs across the country that did exactly what they were supposed to do. Right. Went right. direct to threat and stopped this from happening. And you're Mo, saying, Mo, let me ask you this. So at what point, and it may have been back during the Clinton years or after this, did they change that? Because at one time they didn't charge in immediately. We only got about a minute. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, that's okay. It, it really happened after Columbine, post-Columbine, because we saw that you know, circling the wagons and waiting for the cavalry didn't work. Right. We knew after that. I was in the field. We knew we had to go direct to threat. Yeah, and you're saying you know in the training where you do have jurisdiction, that's what they're trained to do. And many have said that's what he was trained to do as well, even though it was Florida, that they had the same call. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.